four, three, two. Dante Cola Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Gran Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Adam, season two, episode number 40. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and mm-hmm. the most humblest guy that I know on planet Earth. Mr. Adam Tate, what is going on, Tommy? Adam? It's good to be back. I, I feel like uh, I've been getting fits and starts with uh, doing the show for a few weeks oh, and then not doing it for a few weeks. Man, I hear you. Oh, but also, Adam, yeah, ready to deliver yet another huh? great episode. Yes. Of this here podcast. All right. This one right here. Yes. Almighty Godzilla. <laughs> Wow, he's enthusiastic too. He's, I think he heard you. Says he starts and finishes. You know, it's it's, it's when you know what are you gonna do with Godzilla? It's like he sounds a little angry that the two uh, principals took it took it vacations at the same time, but consecutively. Like you took your vacation, and then I took a vacation. Yeah. So so he just been hanging on, w- yeah, waiting was, for us to show back up. He was angry when I got back. <laughs> But thank God he didn't dump anything on my truck. Did he bring any material with him? Did he have uh... <laughs> Well, that's, that's... I didn't leave my sunroof that, open, so I don't that, want any of that material. That, that, was the, that, that was the other problem, Adam. Jeez. <laughs> that's a very guttural scream from him there. He's, a, he's mad, dude. He's mad over this phone thing. I understand. I, I The level of content, I thought it was just... Gone, and then I saw the what I did see. It spoke to maybe the the lack of Godzilla in our future. Did Did you see that one where uh, he was being uh, hurt and tormented by people of the Asian descent? I I got that one. That was <laughs> okay, those his initial enemies or his uh, his original enemies. Actually, that's, that's the home crowd. That's the home that's, crowd. that's where yeah. he's from. from from Japan. Now, right now, let me go ahead and mute Godzilla. I don't, <laughs> I don't want him interrupting me. On this. Okay, now. I received that one while I was on uh, vacation. And I said, what the hell is going on here? Uh-huh. You know, and I said, oh, okay, he's just probably coming up with something, which, which he which he was. So, you know. Could he possibly have sent some sort of a virus in that and it attacked your phone? <laughs> I think that at the end of the day. Maybe. Because once I realized what was going on and I talked to him about it, he went, and that's when my phone crapped. I said, oh, yeah. Did did your phone crap after that? My exactly. <laughs> I I was losing connection. It's still working. I still have it, but it's on a lifeline because uh, for like streaming anything off of the network, uh, it was a roll of the dice. Like I didn't know if I was going to be able to get anything, and then it would go away and mid search, 
All I know is that I got a bunch of WhatsApps that mm-hmm. were talking about, you know, what's going on with Gosilo, what's wrong with my phone. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think as Gosilo was probably, we were on to him. I, I highly suspect that Gosilo will be back, without a doubt. But uh, everybody uh, is probably not aware, but your phone did go tits oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It died. It cracked. And that is a lifeline for you. And, yo, it's, it's your connection to the public. Did you ever see uh, Lost in Space? The original, the original series? With, like, with, yeah, with... Uh, was it Dr. Smith? With Dr. And, Smith. Uh, and, the, the robot? And there's the a robot, robot right yeah, there. Standing next to Spock. That's right. He yeah. wasn't really in there. Stay, stay. <laughs> it's out of the zone. Warning, warning. It will not compute. Danger, Will Robinson. Warning. Danger, Will Robinson. Now, do this you re- Exactly. Do you remember, like, at the end when they were in uh, the actual flying saucer kind of spaceship that the Robinsons had? Okay. And there's that one guy that's floating out in space and all of a sudden the cord gets cut off mm, and he floats even remember. more. Do you remember the animation no, part of no, it? No, no, Well, the bottom line is that was me. You were cut off. Once my phone was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing in space, so your screams were silent. My, it was, it was, it was like, I, I, I just thought, I said, so this is how the millennials feel. <laughs> <laughs> I had never had in my life, Adam, uh-huh. I had never had a problem with my phone ever, ever reception, nothing ever, ever, ever. Did you have symptoms of withdrawal? I think so. Like yes. you needed, you needed it. You're were, you were searching for it. You're grabbing for something. and It was not there. I needed my messenger and I needed my WhatsApp. That's <sighs> what I needed. Those, plus there was no content going up on our, uh, our Dr. Koa promotions page. So, so, so are you also a receiver of content? I like, do, yeah. But yeah. you didn't have any, any no, way to receive. No. So you knew stuff was out there that you were not getting. I did know. I did know <laughs> oh, that Agent geez. Extreme was going to go on vacation. And that was the, the thing that worried me the most. Oh, my God. You know, but then when I finally got back on, I was able to look at, a, I could switch accounts from, the, from my regular account to the Dateco account. Okay. Back and forth. So, you know, because I'm not going to put stuff from my regular account in the Dr. Cola and vice put it versa. Right, right, put it right next to the family picture. <laughs> so, no? No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't look at that one. Oh, okay. So, I was thinking there for a minute that, you know, I was going to miss something from Agent X3 before he went out on. But when I looked at the Dr. Cola page, we had a bunch of followers and a bunch oh. of other stuff that, oh. just, that are just popping up left and right. And they're, and they're sending us all these oh. hot, hot messages. Like, <laughs> yes. they're, not, they're not getting back to they're me at all. Getting, they're not getting back at oh. me. What's going on? Man, so we just shut I'm down. still semi down, but, you know, I'm, I'm rolling more or less waiting for uh, my whole phone thing to, to work itself out. It, it's but just, you got a new phone. Yeah, I did. And it is serving you... What seventy five percent? Something well, like that, yeah. Uh, something like that. But you know, again, it's it's it has to do with this merger of this company that I'm with, and then it, between one thing uh, and the other, no. I went ahead and upgraded. So, and lo and behold, I can't get the new phone at the store or the next day. Guess why, Adam? Take a COVID. It's COVID. It's got to be COVID. <laughs> Yes, of course. What else would it be? <laughs> it's the only thing that happens in this world it's, anymore I'm is like, dictated what by the COVID. Fuck? It's like everything is COVID. I, I felt like stop, stop, stop. It's COVID, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, man, it's just crazy and a half. It's just an excuse for company companies oh, to not perform. Man. We don't have to do shit. We just say blame it on COVID. It's not like service was all that great prior to COVID, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Let's not go out there and say, oh, look, we've gotten bad service because of COVID. No, no, hell no. Now, before we get crazy, you know, I've noticed something else. It looks like you took the needle. I did. I 
did. And I don't, and I don't mean a vaccination. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. That's that's. <laughs> let's not go there, please. I just I just got back from California. We, you don't want these hot takes. <laughs> no. <laughs> we want to uh, uh, grow in listeners, not lose listeners. No. <laughs> well, the the more they're upset by something we say, the more they listen. Yeah, that's right? true. Howard Stern that, show. Remember that? That's right. And and the emails that we receive proves that. That's true. So, yeah, so. <laughs> what are these assholes saying now? So anyway, bottom line, yeah, I took I took the uh, needle. I what did. did you get there? I got it. It is uh, on your left forearm, inside of your forearm. forearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like three daisies, daffodils, no, but they have oh, skull no, no, no. faces, skull okay. faces in the center, okay, where the every- pistol would be. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, you know about that good stuff. Like birds are tits, right? <laughs> you have that shirt. <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. So every tattoo that I get has a meaning. Almost every well, except for I just like this one from the Velvet Revolver album because it had a silhouette of a naked chick so, with a silhouette so of a nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the only reason that, that one really didn't have any kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, uh, this is this tattoo. I wanted to do something for my grandchildren. I knew it. I was my, my so, guess. Yeah. So you know, I started thinking about it back in. Uh, but you still say, had to have an element of badassery. Oh, of course. With the skull faces. Yes. <laughs> and I had to disguise them to a point where a Wilda couldn't really, you know, make them out or make them too predominant because she could the look witch, at the overall shape yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. oh, that's lovely. So with the Witch King of Agmar, she really had a lot, <laughs> she had a lot of issues. So it's like after that one, I said, oh, okay, let me let me tone it down a little bit on my ink. Right. So anyway, to make the long story short is uh, you guys, I'll, I'll put a I'll put a picture up on the Date Cova Promotions webpage mm-hmm. so you guys could take a look at it. And that is Date Cova, which is D-A-T-E-C-O-B-A underscore promotions. And we're on Instagram. Also, we're also, I believe, on, uh, yeah, we're on Facebook. But forget that one because that was still empty. <laughs> I haven't screwed around with that one. So anyway, so I was born. Okay. And the year that I was born, the. The Chinese New Year oh. was the year of the snake. Okay. okay. And so those also bring uh, in the Chinese horoscope the flower, which is the good luck, all the good luck symbols, what your number's going to be, mm. all of these things. So the orchid. Orchid. Those are orchids. Was, okay. Yes. Orchid was the flower of my birth year. Okay. So, you know, there's one. Got you. You know, it's a growing thing because it doesn't mean I'm going to stop on Greek. Uh, three grandchildren. I have three grandchildren right now. Right now, it can, it so, can progress. Yeah. Sure. So they're all three. So obviously, the biggest one is going to be Ali. And if you notice, Ali, my oldest granddaughter. And right. if you notice, uh, it has a little son uh, in one of the silhouettes. I see that. And then because her middle name is Sol, just son. Bam. So gotcha. it's a son, right? Got okay. it. So then we got Guirsi. He's my second, right? And uh-huh. he's going to have a bluish color. Oh, by the way, the, the Ali one is purple because that's Ali's favorite color. Oh, okay. Then you got my little, my, my, my grandson. Now, the others, the others didn't get a choice because no, no, of course we, don't, we don't know their favorites. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not, and I'm not going to change it either. <laughs> so, because, you know, I, this is pretty big, dude. This hurt one. This, this hurt and it's itching. Oh, okay. So it's only five days old. Okay. The other one is has him on there and has a little lightning bolt because he's electric. He's always moving and oh. kicking. I don't know energetic. Yes, energetic. Yes, yes exactly. Okay. Have, you, have you seen? Uh, I'm sure you've seen. Are you on Monica's uh, Facebook feed? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen images <laughs> so, yes. a, a couple of times. Many, she has posted a couple. Many, many, many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the last one is my, my smallest granddaughter, which is Amara, and her middle name is Luna. So if you notice, they have a little moon. Oh, a moon. So if you look at it this way, there's the moon. 
And then hers is a little pink. So the two sisters, one's a yeah, sun and the moon. Isn't that cool? Whoa. And it's captured in my, guess what? In my tat, bro. You plan this out your tat. Nice they plan out the children's ah, names. That's what I'm talking Man. about. Yeah. So then every single one has their birth date on it. Wow. Right? To kind of unique them. And then, you know, like anything else, you're going to see some other flowers that are ready to to pop out. So this will grow eventually. So, so, yeah. so, uh, so the top. Jer- Jeremy's the, next child will be either a comet. Or asteroid. I have no idea. Some yeah, sort yeah. of celestial it'll, body. It'll of have some to sort be of an element or celestial Black body. hole, yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Black hole sun, baby. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for noticing, Adam. Very cool. Yeah, it's really neat. So it's like, did you get that when you were in California or did you I, get that locally? I, I actually, who, who did this, uh, I'm going to plug him because he's awesome. It's uh, Huang, my buddy Huang Zamora. He's out of there at a Victory Tattoo in Derby. Oh, friend of mine. A uh, couple of years, I've known him for more than a couple of years. They've been working. Victor Tattoo's been working on my tats ever since I moved back to Kansas. So, and you had to say something because you got it free of charge just for the promotion on the show. <laughs> I'm working on that. So, <laughs> anyway, but but he uh, he did a fantastic job. Always does. You know, well, him and his brother-in-law Duncan, which had moved. But anyway, long story short, is it's just absolutely fantastic. It came out, and it's right now it's super shiny because it has to be still taken care of and whatnot. So it's all yeah. lubed up. So yeah, thanks. Juan. Uh, it's looking good. That's uh, awesome tattoo. Yeah. So Adam, what, what did you do? You, where'd you go? Uh, well, we just had a an opportunity to get away. All right, that's always and, good. And uh, yeah. actually, a little bit before the show, you were talking about that you were going to be going to a place, and that's the place that we went to. Oh, you went to California. We went to Dallas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you said you're going to be going oh, to Dallas right. in the yeah, near future. That, that's right. Yeah. We went to Dallas. Really, just kind of out of nowhere. Just said we have time off. Planned on flying somewhere, but that kind of fell through. Okay. So we just used a backup plan. Took it down to Dallas. How many days? Uh, we were there for five days in Dallas. Oh, that's pretty good, man. That's uh, a good. That's a good chunk of time. Did a couple of shopping days for the wife. Oh, of she course, enjoyed herself. Dude, yeah. we, we gorged ourselves with food. It's like we are not. We are not hungry. We are not hungry at all. You, uh, Let's go ha- eat. Let's always, go eat. God that damn it. always happens to you. That happened oh to you in Colorado. God. It was friggin'. <laughs> it was incredible. Like I'm still not hungry today. I've had to eat one rib. <laughs> I ate one rib all day. That's all I've had. I'm still I'm still saturated with this so, food. So you're like a hibernating bear. I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but uh, the most fun for me there was uh, we were in a hotel right by the Addison Improv Comedy Club, oh. and we went and saw a comedy show. Sat front row. Oh, wow. did the in- did interaction with the guy. Did... Then we were part of the show. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was hilarious. That did was you good. also plug the podcast? Yes. Yes. Okay. I said, I know you have a podcast, sir, on stage, but there's also another one that is growing in popularity. And the name of that one uh, would, would be, be Adam? Morning. <laughs> the, it's the Tommy and Adam Hardy Name Podcast. Available, available on, on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcast app, yes. CastBox, and all your favorite DSPs. But the coup de grace is my wife said on the way back, right? there is a... Windstar Casino. Oh, yeah. I saw Kiss the, there. Yeah. Supposedly the largest casino in the world or in something. In Oklahoma, how, yeah. How they uh, market it. And uh, she got online, and it was it was book solid on our way down. They were like, thinking that we might be able to stay there a night. But on the way back, she was able to sneak us a room. Got to go in there. Uh, we checked in, and I got to the casino floor at 3 p.m. Right. of that day. And my head hit the pillow. 6 a.m. next morning on the casino floor all damn night. So much fun. They closed down the craps table. 
I, so I had to leave there. I went to the electronics crap stable. They closed it down. So were, I was, now were, what am I going to do? Were you high Sleep? rolling? Were you high rolling? I'm <laughs> not a high roller. I'm not a high roller. But I will say. Did you have the VIP at least from being. Did you say, listen, I'm Adam from the Talking Adam. That's <laughs> a name you know, podcast. It, it didn't. Oh. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I had muted him. <laughs> <laughs> on my bankroll, you, you, you suck oh. balls. <laughs> he had to chime in on that one, didn't he? <laughs> it didn't open as many doors as I thought it would, but you know, I threw it out there. But I will say, I was, uh, I was up, go- on my on my bankroll. I was up one hundred and twenty five percent. So I call it a success, yeah. and it was hours of entertainment. Oh, I mean, you like gambling, dude? Yeah, you like that, man. I'm oh my god, you. more power to you. You yeah. know, Elvia was here a couple of, uh, actually the week before. Uh, yeah, you, she she heard tale of this and she said, I'd have been down there the whole time too. <laughs> so yeah. So, <laughs> Adam, I think we should start this podcast. What do you think? Oh, we got to start it now? I hope now so. Now it's time for me to tell you what Oscar the Grouch loves. The thing that Grouches love best of all. Oh, I love trash. Anything oh. dirty or dingy or dusty. Oh, Adam, good morning, my friend. <laughs> good morning. Today is October the 2nd of 2021, Adam. Do you know, do you know about this song? Before we go on. Go ahead, go ahead. Man. <laughs> the song. Talk to me about Oscar. The song gets a little racy at the end. Really? Where he says, where he goes through a whole bunch of things, and he says, you know what I got? I got a rusty trombone. Whoa, jeez. Oscar. Don't let cancel culture get all of that. Holy crap. Don't let cancel culture (laughs) get out. Adam, and today is the National Day of guess what? Uh, Trash collecting? No. (laughs) (laughs) Custodial Workers Day, Adam. Oh, we celebrate the custodial workers. That's right. The dude that picks up the trash or the dudette. That handles the maintenance of wherever we're at. Now, that know? could be a, actually inside cleaning, of a facility. The cleaning right. maintenance, yeah. Handling the fumes, the products to get up all the gook and filth. Yeah, the job that nobody wants, man. It's, right. the, it's the last. It's like it's like if you're the, uh, the, the unathletic kid. <laughs> you're the last one picked. You're the last picked, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, I guess I'll... So you're the last one standing. Guess what I you guess get I'll clean the, the toilet bowls. You get to take out the trash. <laughs> Well, you can always take an Oscar. You know, you were a soldier, right? I was a soldier. Yes. You know, that's one of the jobs that they teach you. Of course. course. Somebody's got somebody's to clean that place. I, I, would, I would suspect that every single soldier's uh, resume should have custodial work on there <laughs> as part of their... I should definitely have lawn work on mine because that's what I did you, most of the time was mow grass. You, you didn't stay out. Did, you, did they have the... Uh, you were a Fort Bragg like me. Yeah. Did they have... What was those, those wee whackers where you just swing them side by side or actually uh, like a like a, a scythe yeah, or whatever yeah, that is like that right. <laughs> a sling blade yeah a sling blade that's what that shit was called that's right uh, no they didn't use that i think they had powered equipment when i was there <laughs> so that's almost uh shit but that's landscaping that's not actual custodial work or stuff no it's not so yeah well you can add landscaping I, but I, as well but i also did custodial things oh, obviously of course dude they showed you how to operate on buffer man that's the first thing oh yeah that's right <laughs> i'm like what the hell is this that was the first time I ever had a, the, the, the pleasure of running that buffer. And then when you wanted to get it really highly buffed, you'd get somebody that has a little bit of weight on it, and then it would sit on it. So it would ha- have more downforce. <laughs> we'll get this done much faster with your 180 pounds sitting on the buffer. And if, if it just me, or did every single army base just have 
all the old buffers. They never freaking worked right. Oh, you know what? Really? I mean, they were all beat up. Yeah, there's always a problem there with them. But... The, the cords were all taped up with electrical tape. I said, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? I think they did that shit on purpose. <laughs> anyway, Adam, on, on October the 2nd, National Custodial Workers Recognition Day encourages appreciation to the employees who keep our schools mm-hmm. and workplaces across the nation running smoothly. Mm. So custodial workers operate behind the scenes. They're underappreciated, if you ask me. I'll tell you this. And we've had a lot of bullshit days. Special days of, like, fucking Oreo day and all this other stuff. <laughs> this, this is real. This is people that who really should be appreciated. I'm telling you, these are, these are the personnel keeping schools, hospitals, office buildings, museum, churches, and other buildings clean and well-maintained. Absolutely. What do you think is probably the worst part of custodial work? Now, you would think it would be, like, the bathroom area. Because I work at a facility where, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> it happens to be not the men's room, which is the source of most of the problems. It right. happens to be the ladies' room. How dare you! But they have to come over the intercom and speak to all of the employees to say, if you splatter everywhere, you need to clean that up. That's not the responsibility. This is your mess that you've made. This is not for... Don't leave that for the custodian just after it's solidified and spot welded to wherever it's at. Don't do that. That's napalm. <laughs> so, is this mainly after, uh, after Tuesday, like on Wednesday morning, after Taco Tuesday days, or, or well, is this every well, day? it's always the morning. It's always, the, it's always morning, and then there's like... Oh, this I haven't seen this person for a while. I guess I know what they're doing. <laughs> so I would have to assume it's the bathroom area, unless you're around a, a group of people that actually are civilized in oh some way. Oh my gosh! I mean, doesn't you know that it just always blows my mind. Well, uh, back when uh, back when we had a furlough, I was still in the army, and we lost all the contractors where we were at. You Budgetary know, issue we, of some sort. Know, no, yeah. Well, you know, because the furlough, the the government has oh, shut down. Oh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Long story short is. Okay. All of a sudden, we have to clean the toilets. Was there was there a log sheet made? And oh like yeah, yeah, signed yeah, and yeah, all yeah. this stuff made made by moi. You know? <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> it is what it is. You okay. know, sorry, major, say you need to do this. Okay, all right, no worries, no problem. You know, you, and then you, my job you, is make the sheet. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, 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 I participated because oh, I, okay. I clean my desk. Know, yeah, you know, and I remember, uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Hey, you know what? We work here too, like civilians and whatnot." Mm-hmm. They wanted to be put on the rosters, and some officers too are like, eh, you know, I don't want to put you on the roster because you know, turns around and says, everybody's pitching in. That's yeah, good. no, no, but you don't want them on the roster itself because you don't want anything where well, we've been abused. You never know what the whole deal is, and then all of a sudden there's a complaint. They're suing the the, the government, you know, because that's how it works. Wow! All of a sudden, an IT contractor said because we had to lose the cleaning uh, contractors, not these other assholes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he said, uh, that's not in our contract. Oh, what? <laughs> what fucking assholes? <laughs> I was like, you know, I mean, what the hell am I going to say? You know, I'm just dealing with the enlisted people, you know? <laughs> it was like, oh, wow. Can you and slap some dips- no, discipline on him or no, anything? Dude, this yeah. is this is the funny part. So what is the is GS12, whatever she was. She said, well, you know what? Uh, you guys take shits just like we do. <laughs> 
You can go out to the gas station out there in Spring Lake yeah. and do it. I don't want to see like, you crack oh, this door open damn, over here. Damn. I'm like, okay, everybody calm down, whatever. I was like, what the fuck? You know, of course, they shit and piss like everybody else, you know? Uh-huh. But oh, man, it's like it's that dreadful, you know, napalm is what you say. Like that. <laughs> all that splatter that's just all horrible. So though, these guys are combat rangers, you know, this, whoever these custodial workers are, you know, my, my your pants off to them. Oh, my, yeah, my, my <laughs> pants are come out dry. It's like, it's horrible, dude. It's like, what the hell? You know, can you imagine they come in there and, and oh, Lord Almighty. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that asshole Mazar Martinez put me on the roster today. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you observe national uh, custodial records, uh, custodial workers recognition day? Adam? You don't use the restroom that day. <laughs> That's well. If know. you have to go, you bag it and you take it home to your own commode. <laughs> says if you know, oh. says if you know a custodial worker, which I do, oh. you know, thank them today. Use cust- the hashtag. Do you shake their hand? Uh, no, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they're using gloves, you know, they're into the bag. Right. Some bag. Well, you don't shake their hand because of COVID. Let's put it. Oh, let's, let's it's done because there's something yeah, on in the hand. Let's, let's just use that. <laughs> okay. Custodial Workers Recognition Day. That's the hashtag. And post it on social media. You know, that's the way you do it. Man. Yes. That's a good idea. <laughs> so, Adam, today is also, guess what, man? <sighs> it's Produce Misting Day. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, produce like like a, like produce and, misting. Yeah, like the fruits and vegetables that get uh placed on the uh, the the gondolas at the at the uh, gondola at the uh, what do you call it at the uh, supermarkets and they get that mist that all of a sudden you oh eat. they run the line yeah, and then they know, mist yeah, it from yeah, time exactly. to time. Yeah, that's what it is. So there's also that there's a day for that. There's a day for that. You just said there was I've a bunch s- of day for it's usually whenever I'm grabbing like the uh, the head of lettuce or whatever. I get misted. I think it's every day is misting day. It's in some of the places. There's, there's even like a crack of thunder. Oh, I don't know if you. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if you ever heard that. Before. That's genius. It's like a warning yeah. that this is going to happen. Get your hand off. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. So yeah, happy uh, National Custodial Workers Day. Does this sound familiar to you? Oh, it does now. <laughs> it just hit the... But it sounds is, extra groovy, doesn't it? This is a live version, right? It is live. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what it is. This is Booker T and the MGs. Mm-hmm, Their version right. of Hang 'em High. Oh, the, the clip movie. That's right. Yeah, pretty awesome. Booker T and the MGs, man. Okay, what was it called again? Hang them high. Hang them high. All right. Today in History Adam. Regular old history. Brought to you by history.com and on this day.com, baby. Yeah. 1780. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. What are we hanging in 1780? Today in 17, actually, October the 2nd in 1780, mm-hmm. 30-year-old British major John Andre was hanged. Uh-oh. 1780 John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. As a spy by the U.S. military forces in Tapan or Tapan, New York. I always have a problem pronouncing that. Huh. Yeah, Andre. He was, he was a British. Yeah. British. He was a major major. British major from yeah. the British Army. Yeah, and I guess this story here is going to go on how they nailed him. Andre, okay. an accomplice. There you go right there. To Benedict Arnold. General Benedict Arnold. Oh, so he was on the American side, right? He was a major on the American side. 
just of British descent. Is that what you're saying? Let me read it further on because oh I remember God. reading the whole we got coming up here. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this one um, uh, even worked in somehow. So uh, Andre had been captured by Patriots John Paulding, David Williams, and Isaac Van Wart. Of course. So I guess those of dudes, course. you know. And yeah. this was on September the 23rd, so just a few weeks before he was hung. Okay. Uh, before he was hung. So after they... They found incriminating papers in his boots. The paper revealed that Andre was returning from a secret meeting with Benedict Arnold. That's what it was. Dude. Oh. So yeah, so he didn't shred. They didn't have shredders back then. He could have burned it though. So Benedict Arnold, the traitor he was, he was giving information to the British side guy, and they apprehended him. Yep. Took care of him too. Yeah. Who had uh-huh. offered to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. He had offered to surrender strategic position the Hudson River to the British for a bribe of 20,000 pounds. What? Yep, that's where upon hearing that's of Andre's upon hearing of Andre's captured, Arnold fled to the British warship the Vulture <laughs> and subsequently joined the British in their fight against the Patriots. So that's how they wow. nailed Benedict Arnold. That's wild. Man, he was the commander at West Point too. At the time, so yeah, I could see where that the Hudson part is a strategic part. I was born up in that area. I was a, I was born in Cold Spring, across the river from West Point. And the so Hudson. simply based on greed, yeah, was dude, why he did twenty thousand pounds in seventeen eighty. See, that's why you oh have that, that's why you have to be careful with the words patriot nowadays. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> you have to be very, very careful. <laughs> what do you mean? Especially what around, do you mean, Patriot? <laughs> especially around the Capitol <laughs> on the 6th of January. <laughs> this is Gatorade, the oh. greatest thirst quencher ever made. Says who? Says the New York Yankees, <laughs> the Minnesota Twins, the Cincinnati Reds, the Detroit Tigers, the Chicago White Sox, the Oakland Athletics. Fact is, Gatorade has become the official thirst quencher of baseball. And, oh yes, the Main Street Hawks say it tastes so good it makes you glad you get wow, thirsty. Wow. Gatorade, the big thirst Gatorade, quencher. Gatorade, dude. Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> is that an IT? Is that an IT? H2O. <laughs> You're drinking the wrong water. <laughs> is, this, is, this a, is this a 1960s commercial? <laughs> It says 1969 on the commercial. <laughs> All right. So anyways, in 1965, though, on, on October the 2nd, okay. 1965, Adam, yes. a team of scientists invented Gatorade, a sports drink to quench thirst in the University of Florida. Obviously, since the name Gatorade. There you go. The there, and I bet you it's going to say that. The name Gatorade is derived from the nickname of the university sports teams, which is? The Gators. The Gator, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Eventually, the drink becomes a phenomenon and makes its inventor mega. Whoa. Go, Silo, you are not a Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an offensive term? I don't know. Can we be canceled for that? I can actually see Gosilo making videos down there at the University of Florida. <laughs> I, bet so. I bet you I'm sure that we saw some here or there on Miami Beach. Oh, no, no doubt. All right, calm down, buddy. So did uh, so when they developed this, of course, they gave it to their sports teams. Did they have a 
increased performance like immediately upon getting the use of this well it says thirst a quencher it says a team of scientists back in 1965 adam yeah and this is probably some kind of secret potion let me see the last names of these guys just in case there's any german last names back <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, there always could be yeah they had to find refuge somewhere. They're trying to make, they're trying to make some kind of <laughs> concoction out there. Yeah. Anyways, no, it doesn't say the names of the dudes here. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just twenty years after the war was over. They were still, you know, sure. in their prime. Yeah, they're still uh, living life. The, I wonder what I wonder what their subjects were at the time. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what ethnicity they were. Anyway, early in the summer of 1965, the University of Florida assistant football coach Dwayne Douglas, okay, Douglas is pretty uh, safe so Mm -hmm. far, (laughs) met a group of scientists on campus to determine why many of Florida's players were so negatively affected by the heat, Adam. Well, it's Florida. Did you know that? Did you know the origin of this? I knew it was developed at the University of Florida. That's why it's called Gatorade. That's all I know. To replace bodily fluids lost during physical exertion. Oh, okay. Dr. James Robert Kadeschmidt. No. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the guy's name. No? It was James Robert Cade. (laughs) I wonder if they could change the name anyway. And his team of researchers, Dr. H. James Free, Dana Shires, and Alex De Quesada. Uh Uh-oh. De Quesada. There was a a Latino there. Mm. So these guys are off the hook now. We're We're good. We're good, yeah. That could be from Argentina. Yeah, they're though, all right? good. Oh, yeah. not good. <laughs> they're not. They're back on the hook again. <laughs> Created and now ubiquitous, and that's your word. How do you say that word? Ubiquitous. Again? Ubiquitous mm. sports drink. Oh, okay, because it's everywhere. It's do you have a favorite flavor of Gatorade? Uh, I like uh, orange. Is is usually my. And then after that, the red one. Uh, is it berry or fruity berry or fruit punch? I think is what yeah, it's, what it's called. In the, in the zone, there was a fruit in there somewhere. It's fruity. I'm required. If I ever purchase Gatorade to buy the the light blue, the Arctic ice. Hmm. I've, I've my daughter it. Abigail, that's that's the one she goes for. Mm. I'll bring home the lemon lime, the original, and she'll just Is that the original lemon lime? Yeah. She'll oh just wow. They develop spit a drink, it back in my face. They develop a drink that contains salts and sugars that could be absorbed more quickly, according to the University of Florida history of medicine and the basis for Gatorade. Mm. Adam was formed. Brilliant. That is pretty awesome, you know. Probably a, uh, probably a billion dollar operation now. Many oh yeah, there's this is there in the early days, Gatorade wasn't a hit with players. The drink reportedly tasted so awful that some athletes vomited after consuming. But it's football; they're gonna make them drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. Drink up, drink up. The hazing uh-huh. is the hazing. Oh no, not the Gatorade. You remember the powder? You used to get like the little yeah, container the pouch, and you, yeah. you put the powder in yeah. a thing and shake it up. Yep, yep, yep. By 2015, however, royalties for the group that invented Gatorade, as well as some of their family members and friends, had eclipsed. Guess oh, so what? 50 years is how long. Guess, you... guess what they had eclipsed? I don't, I don't, oh, an amount of yeah, money? Yeah, money. <laughs> Just on the royalties yeah. of the, whatever, the patent that they and, created? Yeah, in all those years. Holy crap. Okay. Go ahead. Um, One million dollars. $175 million. Dude, $1 billion. Oh, wow. That's right. Just Holy crap. Right. <laughs> Why can't I invent something? I don't know. I think we'd all be living well without it. Free told ESPN in 2015, but it has enabled us to do things like establish a family foundation 
and a family office. That's awesome. A foundation just for his family. Yeah. I imagine. I think that, Adam, when we become billionaires yeah. from doing this, yes. this podcast. Right. The only the only thing we're gonna do is establish a family foundation. <laughs> yes, exactly. And a family office. <laughs> Think of all the good we could do with that oh, family. Get the fuck out of here. Family foundation. <laughs> it has its challenges, of course. Yeah, you got a billion dollars. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and that we cannot let what we have who, spoil us. He who, he's humble. He doesn't want to be who spoiled. Who said Mo money, mo problems. <laughs> I think that was Biggie. Was that Biggie? That was Biggie. <laughs> today it's today it's today it's today. Biggie smiles. Ah, nice cut there, Adam. Woo! This I recognize, baby. Who do you think's playing this one, Tommy? This is Eric Clapton, baby. Oh, you think so? I think so. This is Jimi Hendrix's oh, version. that's right, baby. Of Sunshine of Your Love. Man. I know the bass line to this, too. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really thumping in this mix here, too. Ooh, I, I enjoy man. it. Jimmy. Really good. That's right. He's a big, uh, big Clapton fan. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want yeah this is this is a pre Clapton coming out of the closet <laughs> <laughs> yeah as an uber conservative as, as, say, <laughs> as, as saying he doesn't like people with you know, darker complexion <laughs> yeah because it says here it was 1966 Adam. oh yeah that was in 1975 or whatever that was anyway let's forget that for a maybe minute. he was mad at Jimi <laughs> Hendrix for dying um, and then he be, said yeah. ah this he broke my heart once so he is, never again he is to blame for all the never again people, damn it <laughs> Jimi Hendrix appeared live for the first time in the UK. Oh, okay, now I get it. Uh, when he jammed with Cream, I thought baby. he was like a regular he in the jammed UK. Jammed with Cream, yeah. Oh, wow. In their gig at London Polytechnic. Wow. I had never heard of London Polytechnic. I guess that was the so, the, the the swinging joint. Of so the what day. year was this again? Sixty six. Nineteen sixty six. Yeah, it was a year and a half old. So had had we had like his Axis Bold of Love? Is that had that been out? Are you experienced? So it says Hendrix. Mm, Hendrix made his official UK live debut a month later, uh, on February twenty fifth uh, of nineteen sixty six, when the mm. Jimi Hendrix Experience appeared at the Bag o' Nails Club in London. Mm. So no, it hadn't happened yet. Wow. Okay. So this is like basically an unknown Jimi Hendrix jamming with the great Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker and <clears throat> Jack Bruce. Jack Bruce. That's right. Wow. You know, that must have been a super privilege to be on stage with those dudes. You'd think. How, how many people have uh, been afforded that luxury of being able to go up there and play with them? Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't know the time. Maybe there was a lot of uh, sharing time, and come on, come on up and play with us. Who knows? Because well, I don't know. I know. I know. Clapton um, goes up a lot, a lot on stage with. La last with... week, you, you said he was an asshole. Remember? <laughs> but I also, but I, last episode, I also told you that he had a good PR team. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> that they were he has good staff. That they were really, really good at covering all that bullshit up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what can I tell you? But no, but I know he goes out and he does a lot of uh, he does a lot of uh, Clap guest appearances Clapton, and all that. Clapton right now so, is a lot of collaboration. 
Mm-hmm. He like he did something with BB King. He shows up, yeah. He'll, he'll show up with other blues guitarists and plays yep. like as you know as the uh, celebrity of the day. I wanted to say I was watching YouTube and he was out there with uh, the the Joe Bonamassa, the dude that we saw. This is this is true. Yeah, they've crossed paths. Yes, I've been ever since you took me to Joe Bonamassa there, uh, Adam. I've yeah. been I've been checking it out. Have you here and there? Yeah, has. Now here's a question. Mm-hmm. Has any of the Joe Bonamassa music become your song? It pops up every once in a while if I'll do let, let's say uh like a ZZ Top search or you know something like that. Oh uh, okay. And mm-hmm. it'll be in that Yeah, it'll, mix. it'll pop into I that mix. I can't recognize the songs but I know it's Joe Bonamassa for some reason. I said, "Oh, maybe maybe those songs infected my head mm. for the positive." I don't so know. Good. You know, I don't want to I don't want to take any of your Joe Bonamassa stories away cuz that's your bonding with your son. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is Sorry. true, but yeah, true. you know, but you know, it just goes to show you there that everybody has a beginning. So I think this could be considered Adam mm-hmm. a Jimi Hendrix experience and origin story. What do you think, baby? This is probably true. <laughs> oh. You hear that? Do you hear that, Tony? Oh, I thought there for a minute that was Gosigo Adam. <laughs> no, that would be Gosigo. <laughs> oh! I don't know if this is the sound of uh, pain or, or pleasure or what. I don't know what it is either, Adam, but, but in 1970, buddy. On September Do you want to keep this up in the background? Oh, please, oh. please shut that off, Adam. Wow. Casino, we know it wasn't you. We're about to say what is in a minute. Okay. <laughs> On September the 26, <laughs> 1970. <laughs> Returning to Abbey Road Studios in London, Adam. Yes. Ex-Beatle John Lennon began his work on his first proper solo album, John Lennon, Plastic Ono Band. That recording, Adam? Yes. Was uh, Yoko working on her first hit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you've been redeemed, Gosilo, yes. I I was going to think that maybe that came maybe after John had passed, and so the the creative one of the bunch had actually left, and that, <laughs> that's all that she's left to do. This is the, the limit of her creativity. Where the hell is that from, anyway? <laughs> she was at an art exhibit. Oh, shit. She went up, she went up to a microphone, <laughs> and she made these guttural yells and screams in the name of art. Now I know why the rest of the Beatles are pissed off at her. <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. Right, Professor. Actually, you know, uh, college has started, Adam, maybe about, what, a month ago? Man, that's what they say. How are those students looking? I, I've seen the football games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah they're, yeah, they're back. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you shit on education like that? Good evening. Woo! 
My song, by the way. Oh, this is your song. Well, Tommy, we're going to go back to uh, September 27th, the year 1971. Okay. And you know this, the uh, initial opening here for the song Stairway to Heaven? Yes, I do. And this was performed in Hiroshima, Japan. Oh, wow. Exactly. 1971, uh, 1971. Huh? Uh, Led Zeppelin played a concert in Hiroshima and donated all proceeds to the victims of the first atomic bomb dropped That's in 1945. That's very cool, man. For real, huh? Yeah. The, the mayor, uh, Setsu Yamada, presented the band with a letter of appreciation and a city medal as a token of friendship. Wow. Uh, from On the letter, he says, the city of Hiroshima extends to you its profound appreciation for your warm sympathy for the relief of our atomic bomb sufferers and for your thoughtfulness in giving a charity concert for the purpose of contributing to their relief by donating the proceeds arising therefrom to the city of Hiroshima. That is very cool, man. And this concert happened uh, three weeks before the release of Led Zeppelin's fourth album. So they were playing songs there before anybody even knew them. That they played Black Dog, Stairway to Heaven, obviously, and Going to California, which were going to be on the fourth album, but that was included in the set list for the concert in Hiroshima. Oh, and wow. it was, uh, you'd think I would be have believed the Japanese audience to be a little bit more reserved, especially back in the early 70s. Right. Not the case. On the In the bootleg recording, there's high insanity going on, a lot of screaming and yelling. Uh, towards the end uh, of the encore, where they're playing communication breakdown. Mm. Robert Plant has to stop the whole show. And like admonish the youth because they're coming up onto the stage, <laughs> and he's saying it's okay, it's cool, it's cool. Just sit down, just just sit down. Don't don't you can't come up here, the, please. D just sit down. Could it have been Adam? Could it have been the radiation? Godzilla <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't this, find that one cool at this all. This is always the possibility. Oh wow, no, that is very cool, man. Yeah, I didn't. I did not. I didn't. I, I didn't even know until I researched it that they'd had this. Uh, Charity concert. Wow. So, uh, you know, I don't want to make too much of, of this, but uh, uh, they actually received medals prior to the Queen giving them any, any, any medals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they received it from Japan. Exactly. An enemy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> An enemy for 25 years <laughs> prior. But you still feel sorry for them, you know? Oh, shit, man. That's very but cool. But anyway, dude. that happened in 1971. Wow. Oh, shut up. We're gonna have to put there you go. I put I had to put Cosino on mute, dude. I'm pushing all kinds of buttons today. Trying to <laughs> trying to shut Godzilla down. Pushing Godzilla's yeah, buttons, yeah. that's for sure. I'm trying to get I'm, I'm trying to give him some cues. <laughs> This one too. You gotta love this. It's Stevie Wonder.
Gotta big, love that. Big hit, man. That was a huge hit. 19, Songs in the Key of Life. 1975. I'm glad you said that, Adam. Oh, okay. September the 28th, 19... Excuse me, 1976, Adam. Stevie Wonder released his 18th studio album, 1975. What? 18th, that's right. 18th? 18th, right. Songs in the Key of Life, Adam. Whoa. Ah. Now, this is the cool part about it. An ambitious double LP yeah. with four song bonus EP. Wow. So on top of, you know, beating Kisses uh, alive, alive, beating Peter Frampton's, he added on top of his right there, three EPs. So he had to be... Actually, four EPs as a bonus. He had to be pumping out the material, multiple albums every year to get 18 by 70, what, five, you said? 76, 76. Yeah. But he was little Stevie Wonders in the in the yeah, 60s. I guess so. So, you know, the Motown, wow, those, guys, those guys were pumping out, you know, pumping out uh, records left and right. It's true. So, you know, I could see this 18th album, you know, and by then he's already independent, doing what he needs to do. And, you know, before there was Prince, there was Stevie Wonder. But the, the songs in the Keep Life... It's essentially almost three albums worth of material. Yeah. I mean, it's 18th, but it could be his 18th, 19th, 20th. Ambitious, dude. It says, now check this out. This is a really cool part of that as well. It debuted number one on the Billboard charts on October the 8th of 1976. In other words, it was released on uh, September the 28th, and by October the 1st, it was number one. Now, this is the, now you have to place yourself in time for this one. Sure. It's 1976, becoming only... Adam, mm-hmm. the third album in history to achieve that feat and the first by an American artist. Because you had to get foot traffic to the store, put money down to buy the LPs, the albums, to actually count. That's how beloved Stevie Wonder is, dude, as an artist. They rushed the doors so for this very one. very cool. I'm glad you talked about Rush, too. Because <laughs> I knew that was coming up, Adam. <laughs> and this is Rush, baby. And working man live. Hit it, baby. Tommy, this is your song. Oh, it's my song. You saw me grab the mic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was a rush, you know, of course. Yeah, that's... Good segue, Adam. <laughs> excellent, actually. Super excellent, man. Adam. Uh-huh. Rush released yes. on September the 29th of 90. Did go see or just cut us off? <laughs> yeah, I went. The hell? He's mad. very quick. He's mad because was kind of hot in the mix, muted. too. I don't know. He's, he's muted. This <laughs> is like Rush released Adam on September the 29th, 1976. Their first live album. Mm-hmm. And it was called? What was it called? All the World's A Stage, baby. Mm. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's it was uh, well beyond time. Mm. We we needed to have that at that time. That is so awesome, man. 1970 uh, was 1976 as well, releasing live albums. Unfortunately, this one did not make it as the, uh, let's say, the Frampton album That's, a, that's the same year as Frampton, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, I mean, it's it's still a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, double LPs, things like that going on. You could tell that the market was competing for that, for that, uh, I would say that, that, uh, that anxiousness of the crowd to receive all this material uh, at the time, Adam was called material. Now it's called content mm-hmm. sure. uh, from, right. <laughs> from their, uh, from their favorite artists. So a lot was going on. 
you know, that you could tell that marketing and, and what they're trying to feed to the public, you could actually see it in that year. Now, is this... Or in that time Is this back in the time when uh, artists would have a contract with the record company and they'd mm-hmm. say, oh, we need to get so many albums out of you. Yeah. And if the artists were upset, it was like, come on, let's throw out some live shit. Let's just throw out a live uh, album and, yeah, and, they have, and, and yeah. use that. And, and depending on what the contract was, you know, some of them had to actually have, you know, original songs and they would just put out some shitty ass uh, album yeah, to get add to add two to, songs yeah, to a yeah, live show. Yeah, yeah, just do that. And you know, I think this is the year I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think this is the year that Tom Petty started his his oh, battle. Yeah, you with, told me that uh, his battle with his record company. That's right. You know, won it X amount of years later. But yeah, mm-hmm. so this is when this is I think is the time where we're screwing the artist. <laughs> by the record companies was coming. They trying to, to trying to turn the tables a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I, they ended up doing that very well. You know, there was you know obviously the ones that you know after then after that or what was it the hair metal. There's a bunch of those dudes got shafted. You know, they didn't yeah, they were they didn't worry about the uh, the money and they didn't learn the lessons from the previous uh, their predecessors of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Wow, we do it. I didn't I didn't expect to get that much mileage out of that one. <laughs> but, you know, that's pretty good. What do we have next, there, Adam? Yeah. Oh. No, I don't believe it. What is this? Ah, 1978, Adam. Okay. Oh, my God. Exile, Adam. Okay, Exile. Exile. Kiss You All Over hit number one in the Hot 100. This is a number one song? This is a number one song. This is a biggie. On the Hot 100? This is a biggie. But you know why this song came out, right? Why did you want This song came out because of that guy right there. Look, he's laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, right. Screw yeah, YouTube. Right. You know, this is the song that Gosilo says that we express our man love to. That, that's true. When, when I did come back from a, a little <laughs> yes, hiatus. Yes, yes. Not funny, Gosilo. Not funny. Well, well, you squeeze that in there. Oh, there. Oh, over again. No, no, you still don't. <laughs> don't squeeze anything out of please. <laughs> <laughs> the group doesn't place another song higher than number 40 uh, with one that was called You Thrill Me, but returns as a country act, Adam. Mm, and, uh, you a know country what, act. You know, Gostino says, you're fucking with this. I'm going to go ahead and finish reading this up. <laughs> in the 80s, it scored oh, 10 country chart toppers. Didn't know that. So I didn't know that There either. you go. Who cares? Exile. Let's, let's move on. Wow. Who'd have known? <laughs> oh, Adam. That's ahead. something to move on to right there, it's, boy. Intro this one, baby. <laughs> We all know this as Iron Maiden and they run to the hills for you. Turn that down a little bit, don't we? Oh my gosh, we can play the whole thing. Gosh, what a hell of a song. This part right here, this part right here, this break is gonna go right. Just give it a little volume here. Listen to this, this is good. This is classic Maybe. You're, you're riding the horse on that one. <laughs> He says you're riding, riding the prairie, riding the plains. You're on a horseback right there. Actually, if they would have played that song on uh-huh. 6th of January, the white man came. 
<laughs> at the Capitol, I would have ran away. I would have ran my way myself. Yeah, you'd run for the hills. Because <laughs> he says that at the beginning. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, that's right. That's right. I know. Just the white man came. He doesn't say the Puerto Rican man came. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 1980. You know, before I say this, you know, did you ever see the episode for Marry Your Children where Al had gotten a motorcycle? Mm. And he, he had this dream where he had this really long hair and he's riding a motorcycle. And in one, he's like, there's a bunch of backgrounds behind him. And in one, there's this, there's like these Indians and the cavalry galloping behind him. No, I don't, and he's I like, don't he's like, on the motorcycle, he's like galloping on a horse for some reason. <laughs> because it's motionless. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he's trying to yeah. give the illusion that he's actually going down the street. I got it. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> anyway, that's enough flashback for today. I just got a flashback, but I no, wait a minute. Hold on. on, I got. I got. That's the song too. That's the song at the end. Don't, please don't. <laughs> that's your theme song. No. <laughs> I had, I heard the last episode where I flashed back onto that one uh, movie. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the Black Sabbath yeah, movie or whatever it is. Right yeah. Anyway, I don't, September the twenty sixth, nineteen eighty, man. Uh-huh. I was 15 years old. Okay. Bruce Dickinson, the mighty. Mm. The mighty Bruce Dickinson, the voice of power. Known as the air raid siren. That's right. Joined Iron Maiden. Mm. Dickinson had been the vocalist with Sam. So nobody cares about that. No. So yeah. Well, there were already two albums down. Yep. Killers. And they were on their way. Killers was one of them. And they were what on was the th- other one. Uh, I forgot. Wasn't the first one just called Iron Maiden and then Killers was oh, the second right. one? Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. I don't, that's right. You're, I, I stand corrected. And then corrected. We, were, we were right setting up the number of the beast for like his debut album, right? Isn't, uh, that, how, isn't that how that went? Yes. He, My God. Because, yeah. That's right out of the shoot. Because like Brickin, something hot. Yeah. Dickinson debuted with, uh, yeah, with uh, the, number the Number of, of the, the beast. beast. Yeah, what a great album that was. Groundbreaking. I still remember it was like Taboo Holding, that, that album. Like, it's like I had the it's devil, devil stuff shit. on here I had and the six six six, six, six. you know. And I'll I, I'll save the flashback, but I remember sitting at church. <laughs> it's like Jesus, please forgive me. I listen to Iron Maiden. I sing the song every day, but I don't mean it. Okay, <laughs> I just I, I just like the song. I just love the gallop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Dickinson, for joining Iron Maiden. <laughs> Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo. Adam, I wish I was better prepared. I we, we received an email on this uh, on this intro bite, by the way. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Clap your it's, hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys. Adam, just so you'll know. Uh-huh. This is my song, baby. Oh, this is your song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> breaks on a bus, breaks on a car, breaks to make you a superstar. Oh, listen to that bass line, man. That's awesome. pretty good. Yeah. 1980, Adam, September the 27th, 1980. Wow, we're still in 1980. Curtis Blow, man. 
became the first rapper to perform on national television when he does The Breaks, this song right here, on guess what show, Adam? American Bandstand. Not even close. Shit. Uh, the total opposite of... American. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, 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 Soul Train! Train the Soul! <laughs> train the Soul! <laughs> 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 American fans. Nah, check this. Uh, this is a great story. Well, this actually is a great historic rap hizzle moment. Okay. Because this is a first in rap hizzle. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, 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 of course. Because, no, this is what the story say. This is off a of song facts. So, okay. so it has to be true. <laughs> we want to let cancel culture get out of that. So this is host Don Cornelius. Remember Don Cornelius? Right, that's right. Yeah, this is a very groovy song. Mm-hmm. Or this or the other. This is a very groovy group. Oh, everything was very groovy. Soul Train yeah, Dancer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Soul Train Dancer is very groovy as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good, good, good reason to watch the show. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> now, he was flummoxed, is what it says here. Mm. Flummoxed. Excuse me. It doesn't make sense to old guys like me. Wow. Says, wow. Cornelius. Says Cornelius. Play it again, Adam. Play it again. Play it again. Break it up. Break it up. <laughs> he tells Curtis in the interview segment. He's, he yeah, tells so him yeah, to his face. Him, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but you're on the show and I... You're not, you're not going to go very far, pal. This, this stuff's not going to last. Wasn't he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> then on September 29th, uh, Curtis released his self-titled uh, debut album on Mercury Records. Though, and it was the first rap album issued, Adam, on a major label. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, Curtis Blow doesn't get a lot of respect in this, you know? They, you'll, you'll see a lot of things about the Sugar Hill Gang and... Grandmaster Flash and the uh, Furious Five. Anyway, I know some <coughs> hip hop rap hizzles. I mean, to be here. honest, if you'd you have know, just told me the name Curtis Blow, I'd have yeah. said, what, gay porn? <laughs> I, I don't know. What, what, what is it? <laughs> It's our weekly dose of some Metallica playing Blitzkrieg live. Wow. Uh, it's just brutal. You, you don't want me to turn that one down, do you? No, 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 no. no. We would, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, they just give him a... Oh, we were talking about Germans not so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Then Blitzkrieg comes on, you know. Uh-huh. That's what I get for watching all those documentaries. <laughs> Adam, 1986, Adam. Yes. We're laughing. We're having a good time. But it wasn't a good time. Oh, no. On September 26, 1986, Adam. Okay. This would have been when? Tuesday? Last Sunday? Uh, X amount of years ago, right? In Solna, Sweden, Adam. Oh, no. Metallica played their last show with the bass player, mm-hmm. the great Cliff, Cliff Burton, Burton right? sure. who was killed when the band's tour bus crashed on its way to the next stop. Yep. Yeah, there you go right We've there. We've addressed this before. Yeah, that's right. And the last... Icy Road. That's right. Middle of the night the in, in his bunk. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everybody else survived and just whatever the circumstances were, he... Landed wrong, hit something, something hit him. I don't, I don't know the story, but that the last he was crushed under the bus. Actually, 
It was under the bus. He was yeah, e- yeah, ejected. That's right. That's, that's right. They found him. Holy the last shit. song played at him. Yes. Was this one right here? Just Blitzkrieg. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Cliff Burton's Metallica's second bassist dies in a bus crash in Sweden during Metallica's Damage Inc. tour in support of the greatest album probably in heavy metal mm. or thrash metal, whatever you want to, whatever genre, whatever whatever label you want to put on there. Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets. That's right. Yeah. Burton was 24, man. Is asleep in his bunk when the bus the bus skids off the road. Yeah, yeah, we've already discussed this. Yeah, and he was thrown from the window and crushed when the vehicle rolled over him. So you don't was, really have a seatbelt when you're in your bunk, you know. No, 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 no. They, and in nineteen, and let's just let's go to another news because I don't want to abundant on this. Okay. One, you know, this is this affects me. Yeah, that's pretty. That's this is this a downer. Is pretty dread. We're coming off of good, good, good stuff, you know. Right. Anyway, but yeah, we have to acknowledge that. And on 2019, Adam, in September 27th. 2019 Metallica postponed their World Wire tour. I think there's two guys in this studio that went to that tour. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right, <laughs> you're right. When frontman James Hetfield mm-hmm. uh, has to go back to rehab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. struggle with addiction throughout the band's career. We all know that. They, I think they were going to go to Australia is what it said here. I believe that they say that here. Anyway, I think it was Australia. Yeah, yeah, it was for Australia, yeah. That's where they were headed to, and boom! It was that was the end of that. I think it was just recently uh, they played a small club or something. Yes, Chicago, yeah. was it Chicago that they and played in San Francisco, their hometown. San Francisco, as well. and Thou- it was the first time they were on the stage for over like a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, because or of COVID. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. right. It was warm up shows, a thousand seat, uh, thousand seat venues, and Adam, guess what? The ticket was twenty five pesos. Oh. Is it, was it one of those things where they dropped a line to say, "Hey, boom!" The first thousand come you, up. You come on, yeah. You're in. Oh man! Can you imagine? Oh Ooh, man! I lose be, my I lose great. my mind. <laughs> that would be yeah. Such that, an intimate setting for bands that we see in like huge yeah, arenas yeah, or yeah. stadiums. Yeah. Oh my god! It would just been, be you know, fantastic. And, and you know, you'd think our, back. You'd think back to like '86 or the old days when and, they were just making their way up. And oh. small clubs, Adam, yes. where you and I have the ability for some reason to creep up to the front, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knifing through. <laughs> Stealth. <laughs> That's it would, right. It would've it would've, been front row. It would have been grand, Adam. It would have. What the hell is this? Cosilo! <laughs> Tummy, this is your song. Oh, hell no. <laughs> this is Garth Brooks with Shameless Live. This is live? Pretty good, huh? It is live. You've seen the, the I've, Garth? I've, I've seen Garth live. Fantastic show. I'm sure. I joke, but yeah, I'm sure I'm positive. And somehow, I knew the words to all the goddamn songs. You do? I didn't know that I knew them so well. But I'm telling you, I pissed my wife off because I was, I'd say, hey, I know this one too, and I'll sing it right next to you. I'll sing it into your ear. I don't believe you. <laughs> She'll tell you. No, no way. She was shaking her head the whole night. Oh my God, again? Can we leave? <laughs> well, did she tell you this? Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I had all the lyrics figured out, I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is, a great, it is a great show, though. Yeah, well, you know, Very I mean, entertaining. it was, it was uh, he, well, how many shows did he have here? Five? Yeah, they just kept adding more. Jesus, I think it was like five in a four or five in a row. Down there in the in the interest, interest arena, sure. Anyway, yeah, thanks to the proliferation of 
the genre of new country, Adam. New country. Mm -hmm. Is that like new metal? (laughs) Yeah. No, not really. (laughs) Not even close. It was new, but not like in that, you know, (laughs) in in that zone. (laughs) That wasn't. Says radio stations and more accurate reporting. Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, sure, 90s. Uh, Country music goes mainstream as Garth Brooks roping the wind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Became the first country album to debut. Oh. At number one. Wow, the first ever? The wow. first ever. And he probably repeated it many times with, with stuff that he put out over the years. You know, he's, he's an Oklahoman. He's freaking legendary, this guy. Yeah, yeah, he is, dude. There's a lot of respect for it. Even Even I give him some respect. I have he did few. play that Kiss song, remember? Oh, the, of course, yeah. Hard Luck Hard Woman. Hard Luck Woman, dude, right. with, with Kiss. Mm-hmm. In makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and he had... Uh, he took a tangent in his career and became uh, Chris, Chris Chris Gaines, Chris, I think oh, I was, was gonna, his name. I was going to say Chris. Chris Gaines, I think, and had like a Chris rocking. Cross. Chris, Chris Cross. Persona. Chris Cross, but he put his, his shirts, his on, shirts backwards. on backwards. Had his pull his pants all the way down to pee. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the, the fly. <laughs> no, but if he would have had some hole like that last third birthday that we had. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that would be, <laughs> he would have been perfect. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, good for him, man. That's what I'm talking about. Guy Brooks roping, uh, roping the wind. This is not Guy Brooks, no, Adam. No, that's not this. What do we got here, Adam? We know them as Guns N' Roses, hmm. singing Pretty Tied Up. That's so awesome. And we're going to rock it here on the Time and Adam Hard Thinking Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, CastBox, and all your favorite DSP. Oh, yeah. On a Saturday morning, baby. Crank it up! I love this song, man. This is my song for sure. This is one of my top songs tonight so far. You know, if you look at their first three albums there, well, yeah, you know, the first three full-length albums, yeah. Appetite yeah. and the two Use Your Illusions, yep. mm-hmm. they're all your songs. <laughs> they're all solid. They're all They're all fantastic. Well, Adam, I'm glad you say that because in 1991, <laughs> are you reading? Are you reading the outline I again? I can't see through your array of uh, laptops and uh, screens. Guns and Roses released uh, their two albums: mm-hmm. "Use Their Illusion One," yes, and "Use Their Illusion Two." That's a good name. Which debut at number one and number two, respectively, in the U.S. and in the U.K. charts mm. as well. Now. You know what the song's about? Did number one, did the Use Your Illusion one end up being the number one album? And number two, or did number two end up being number one? I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember. That's something to look into. And right now I'm not going to do that because <laughs> we've worked out like an hour and some change going on. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, I think they flip-flopped at some point. I believe so. I'm not 100% sure, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you what this song is about, baby. Pretty tight. All right. Yeah. This song is about you know, sexual you, things. You know who wrote, of course. Well, yeah. Yes. You know who wrote the song, right? Uh, no, I don't know. Izzy wrote this song, man. Izzy yeah, straddling yeah, yeah, what yeah, the Izzy song tried, when he was really fucked up on heroin and all kinds of shit. Oh. Now, how this goes right here, according to legend, they were going to uh, Izzy's apartment, and he was like a little paranoid, and well, no, no, he was completely, he was going crazy, doing all kinds of crazy shit. He was came up with the song, and he was remembering things 
during uh, his times, earlier times with Guns N' Roses when they were trying to get out of some bad, bad contracts like we we're talking about. Sure. So, but for some reason in his, in his, in his haze, he remember one time when he was a younger musician, him and some other dude went to some, uh, uh, what do you call the mistresses, the ones that, that whoop your ass and you pay them? Uh, Dominatrix. Dominatrix. There you go right there. Yes. With the whips. Watch. I mean, I don't know. There what What are they called? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard. <laughs> anyway, and uh, see, he was in, in uh, he, I think this was in, actually in it is Izzy's book. So I'm kind of confusing these stories. But anyway, they were there waiting for her to finish her job. Because they were, she was going to. How do they know when she's finished? (laughs) (laughs) Does the custodian have to come in for some reason? No, No, but it is custodian day. (laughs) No, because they went in. Him and his buddy, they peeked in, and there was this guy. He was tied up, and he had his balls, some stuff hanging, and whatnot. So it was like he was whipping him. At the end, she was done. So the guy leaves. Anyway, lost her. She tells. This is part of. This is. I know some chick down in Melrose. You know, this, this, and the other. And also, I believe he was. Uh, there was something about like a million dollars laying around. So that's why you got the million dollars in that. I mean, it's the whole. You have to actually listen to the lyrics of the song and hmm. then get some of the feel of what was going on with Guns N' Roses. But this is what pretty tied up with. Wow. For some reason, I don't know why. I and thank God you didn't play the the flashback thing because you were <laughs> you would you would have totally throw me off there for a minute. Well, right? you're just yeah. speaking from your, your yeah. extensive knowledge. Uh, out of my ass. Yeah, <laughs> no, saying, no. You're so kind. It sounds like you knew everything <laughs> that you're talking about right there. Yeah, I do remember some of it. Oh! Oh, oh, loud, loud, Adam. That is loud? Oh. That is live! <laughs> All right, Adam. STP, man. Stone type of pilots with plush. Plush. It is right. Oh! Just a year, just a year, uh, a year uh, earlier. Uh, a year later. September the 29th, 1992, Adam. Okay. Stone Temple Pilot released their debut album, Core. Core. Yeah, featuring the radio hit Plush. Take a quick crack of how much it sold. Hmm. I'm going to say... You're going to be under. I am? Yeah. I was going to say 7 million. Ah, you were under. It Uh-oh. was 8 million. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Give or take a minute. What I the mean. hell, right? <laughs> but Adam, you know what this album is known here and on this podcast? On this podcast? Yeah. Uh, you know, it has a name. It has a name. Yeah, it's pee on your leg. Wow, <laughs> this is this is the album that they were promoting when they were opening for Megadeth, and I urinated next to Scott Weiland of Stone Temple Pilots. Yes, again as pee on your leg while in the men's room in the cotillion. And I turn to him and I say, "Is it raining in here?" Oh my dear. <laughs> oh yeah, it's getting good now. Adam. <laughs> Finally, we're getting, we're picking up some speed here. <laughs> And for the record, Scott Weiland was not hard as a rock. Oh, thank heavens. <laughs> it would have been pee <laughs> that you got sprinkled with. Custodian. Custodian. Again, thank you, Custodian, today. <laughs> this is a great intro right here, man. Go ahead. Crank it up. Crank it up. Go ahead. Go see it. Oh, Give us a- oh. God. Oh, watch out, there's no steel steel. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to break that glass one day. <laughs> hey, 
ACDC Adam on September the 26th, 1995, released Ball Breaker. Okay. Their 12th international studio album. The album which was produced by none other than Rick Rubin, Adam. Wow. Did, I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, Featured I didn't. the return of former drummer Phil Rudd. Phil Rudd? Who had been fired from the band in 1983. Had he murdered anybody yet? Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I really don't know. As a result of drinking and drug problems and a fight with founding rhythm guitarist, Mr. Malcolm Young. Mm. R.I.P., by the way. Absolutely. Uh, Adam, do you this know... Was, this was in the series of albums for them where, to my recollection, it was like they would have one kick-ass song okay. on the whole album. All right. And the rest was just kind of middling stuff. Just kind of, oh, this is okay. This is pretty good. Okay. But, but there was like one that would bust through on the radio and it would be great and it would be added to the live sets. But the rest of the albums just weren't quite there. Hmm. Did you know if they ever, if Chevy ever used this one in their commercials? Hot as a rock. Did they? Uh, yeah, I think they did. But no, it was somebody else. No, it was Bob Seger. I <laughs> <laughs> <Like> a rock. <laughs> yeah, I know there's a rock in there somewhere. <laughs> as long as it wasn't Scott Whalen, you're good. <laughs> also, Adam, on October the first, two thousand and four, on ACDC related history. Okay. The Lord Mayor. Whoa. Of Melbourne officially opened ACDC Lane after and in honor of the Australian veteran rockers. Okay. The Lord Mayor. Lord Mayor. Erected. Oh, good. <laughs> it was hard as a rock. Hard as a rock, too. <laughs> <laughs> the sign to cheers and pack <laughs> Erected in bags. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the song Long Wait. It's long, too. <laughs> <laughs> to the top in the city of Irma had extra copies of a signed meeting in anticipation of the fans guess what stealing them <laughs> that's good government Adam <laughs> that's good planning yeah, that's good job oh shit Costino you played this one too soon <laughs> I want to be on the date today yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the uh, I think the uh, what is it the uh, mayor guy here the, mayor, the Lord Mayor the lawyer mayor needs to come and talk to some of these these politicians on our side for good planning <laughs> you know they're gonna steal it of course yeah, they exactly are. anyway out of real quick in 2003 September 26 2003 mm-hmm. on this day in uh Rock history brought to you by history.com uh-huh. soundfacts.com and on this day.com uh 54 year old Robert Palmer died. Of a heart attack in Paris after a quiet dinner and a movie. Really? All I remember are his two biggest hits, Addicted to Love and this one, Simply Irresistible. Oh. And it, all the like the heroin chic girls that were dancing yeah. in the background. Made it, that's uh, all I remember. Made it an iconic moment in pop music. Mm-hmm. Many people have copied that. You can't, you can't, I don't know if, if he was the director or if he was the creator of that, but it's obviously associated with his songs. He probably just wanted the, you know. Model girls could around. be, yeah. They needed a few. Uh, they needed to eat some sandwiches, if you ask. Me. <laughs> they would have never made the third birthday out of it. <laughs> uh, he was an English singer songwriter. Yeah, we know that. A member of Vinegar Joe and Power Station as well. Vinegar Joe. Yeah, that was his, his initial group, I guess. Wow. And with the Duran Duran guys, uh, Andy Taylor and John Taylor, and that's who had made up the uh, really? Power Station thing. Yeah. 
Wow. So. Feel the heat, right? Yeah. That was the power Feel station. Feel the heat. Just get it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself now. <laughs> Adam, are these those kids that play the uh, the five the, the drum line the guys? Drum, oh, those what is those drums that they carry shit in? Yeah, that was, oh, oh, you mean like the Jamaican thing? <laughs> no, this is actually the buckets, the, those plastic. Buckets. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The the the, the five gallon buckets, and they yeah, lift they lift it up with their foot to get the yeah. extract up. This is actually Keith Moon oh, at wow. some sort of a benefit doing a drum solo. Oh. Keith Moon had a benefit, huh? Yeah. What year did it say? 1974. Wow. Okay, because on July, uh, not July, excuse me, on September the 29th, uh, 2004, Keith Moon five-piece drum kit custom-made for The Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1968, sold Adam for two thousand fifteen thousand dollars. Say that again. <laughs> How much? Two thousand fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy-two, to be exact. Two thousand? What? No, excuse me. I really screwed this one up. <laughs> two hundred fifteen thousand. I said two thousand. Let me check my casino winnings. Yeah. I could go pick that up myself. <laughs> Two hundred and fifteen thousand seven hundred and seventy-two oh dollars. Yeah, that would be uh, one hundred and twenty thousand. I wonder if they pounds. sold the uh, the ones that they put the gunpowder in that blew up on the uh, TV show. Fred Sullivan. I think so. It was one of those shows. It was on TV, but he put like too much gunpowder in there, and it no. caused caused calamity. I don't know if that was Keith Moon. I didn't know he was a, uh, a, a bomb a, expert. Uh, yeah. Well, I knew he was a bomb expert, I just didn't know he had, he played a celebrity benefit <laughs> or charitable benefit, excuse me. Out of who we got here, baby, we know who he is. We know who this is. This is Van Halen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play I'll Wait. Wow. This is a, this is a I think, you know, just for 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 you know, for the record, a lot of people, uh, especially the uh, the heavy metal loyal, or the hard rock loyal, or the loyal to just the guitar, bass, drum, and singer concept of rock and roll. Okay. They didn't like 1984. There was a lot of criticism to 1984. Because of all the keyboard elements yeah, that were added to the it? Synced and the, yeah, the keyboard stuff. This is a fantastic song. It's a great song. I, I love, love this song. Now, I will tell you that there was a period in the 80s with another band that we've already talked about here today, Rush right. had a lot more keyboard stuff added. And I, I kind of waned on that. I was like, ah, oh, this is not my favorite stuff. I want to get back to what you're saying. The guitar, bass, drum, just the regular yeah, straightforward thing. Yeah, I think you've told me that before. Believe, but yeah, uh, but yeah the, you can't deny when a, a great song like I'll Wait just, is there. I, this is really, I mean, it's poppy, but still, you know. And the super success of Jump and all the wow. keyboard in there, that, that was probably what caused it. Yeah, when it was, you know, they were, in 1984, there was also coming down, the, some of that British uh, new wave kind of punky stuff was, was you know, still fading down a little bit, so they jumped in on it. Too. There was a lot you of think they were, they were influenced that, yeah. by this, yeah, you yeah, think? I think so, yeah, probably. Hmm. You never know. Maybe. When you got, when you got a progressive or you got uh, that, that much or you have uh, that much talent, you know, you, just, you, you could be bored. 
very much by what you're doing and you want to expand a little bit. I don't know. That's just me. True. You know, I, I mean, I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, Michael Anthony played a funk bass at some point. I mean, I wouldn't know. You know, <laughs> just to get it, you know, get it maybe compatible with that. Anyway, so Adam. Yes. In Charlotte. North Carolina, Van Halen kicked off their North American tour in 2007, September the 27th. Okay. 2007. Now, why is this significant album? Because mm. David Lee Roth came back into the fold and mm. the young Mr. Wolfgang Van Halen, then 16, was the bass player. Oh, yep. There you go, yep. right there. One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. You like that one? Is this your song? Ah, oh, this is Wicked Last Day. <laughs> What's the name of this one? It's called Simple Type. Oh, okay. You did a deep cut. Is, it, is this a deep cut? You did a deep cut. Oh, on this one. Yeah. I can't do a deep cut on you. <laughs> <laughs> you flatter me, sir. <laughs> Oh, and guess who's singing, too? Who is it? The mighty Gene Simmons, brother. <laughs> Very 70s. Yeah. Kind of Beatlistic. Def- definitely early on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Adam. 2011, October the 1st. This song is not from 2011. No, I don't think so. It's like maybe the end of the 60s, early 70s, around there anyway. After 28 years and two children together, Gene Simmons, then 62, and Shannon Tweed, mm-hmm. 54, were finally, Adam, what? married. What? Mm-hmm, that's right. She she trapped that badger. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, he's the badger? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you know, he's, I got you. He's not the beaver. I'll tell no, you. Oh yeah, well, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Their wedding song, Adam. Yes. Do you have that one? Oh, let's see. Some. Oh, go see what happened. There it is. Oh. This is horrible audio. It's not good. This is off a home video. It's not good at all. Having stuff you're saying. Oh, wow. First there we go. Now there's voiceover. <laughs> Somebody's narrating that? How dare they? That's Shannon Tweed right oh, there. Oh, no, she's good, though. <laughs> their wedding song, Adam, is At Last, sung by their daughter, Sophie. And I hear <laughs> it was very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the cameras were there. <laughs> also, Adam and Kiss History this uh, week, or Kistory, as we like to call it here on this podcast, mm-hmm. on October the 2nd, 1978, we're going to go back in time for this one. Okay. Maybe a little closer to that Wicked Lester song. Uh-huh. Gene Simmons' self-titled solo album. All right. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. <laughs> Got it. Certified platinum. Oh, really? hmm Wow. I didn't know. I thought the only one that made anything was uh, was Ace Freely. Ace, Ace Freely. Yeah, right. because of the uh, New York group song from the Dolls. <laughs> so I don't know. But I guess not. I, I guess I stand corrected. I'm, and I think, if I remember correctly, I haven't heard it, in a long, long time, and I probably only heard it a couple of times. It had a lot of, you know, tunes like these from the 60s, kind of sounding like, uh, you know, just Sophie here. And uh, Sophie's had some pipes, I guess. If uh, It sounded pretty good. I mean, the audio was bad, but yeah. she sounded pretty good. So, yeah. 
You know, anyway, so that's what happened in history. Adam, before we move on, you know, he's been busy on Twitter. Gene Simmons has. Gene Simmons has been? Yeah. He's yeah, fully recovered yeah. from all of his COVID yeah, COVID I believe mess? so. Yeah, they're out there touring. So, you know, okay. but, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, things going on with that still, but they're hitting their towns. I think they spaced out their final. I don't know how now it probably go into maybe, I don't know, 2023. 20, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> everything else, they're blaming it on COVID, oh, right? Sure. <laughs> It's a scapegoat for everything. <laughs> you know, he's, he's doing his usual self-promotion because uh, that's what he does. But he's also uh, been, you know, tweeting about politics. You know, some things oh, that, I didn't see that our former president is in some kind of trouble in Georgia with Julia, honey. And, Obama? Uh, no, no. Oh. Trumpy Trump. Oh, Trump. Yeah. And okay. vaccine stuff. He's 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 pro-vaccine. Pro-vaccine. He's not pro-anti-vaccine, uh, folks. And uh, Okay. And even a few, he tweeted out a feel good story the other day about some uh, actually some custodian uh, from a school. He did. He did. Yeah. Why? What? What uh, happened? This custodian needed a car to you know to get around after COVID because you know they came back to do I guess uh, how do you call it? the the in in uh, cl- in the classroom in, in school learning what or whatever Pre- uh, present whatever it's called now present in the classroom. That's what uh, they say when the roll call. Yeah. President. <laughs> yeah. So know. yeah, and this and this guy he needed uh, a uh, a vehicle and everybody in the school pitched in and got him this vehicle. So so they could get and then, you know I said, wow. So Gene didn't have anything to do with it, yeah. he just tweeted he, yeah, it. Yeah, he just tweeted it. That was very oh. that was you know, I'm like, wow, Gene, that's what I'm talking he like, about. He likes to feel good. He likes yeah. to have like good stories, feel good wow. things. Wow. Oh, That there is a single podcast. Mm. Oh, that we don't include the fools. <laughs> You're probably right. There's probably a couple of other bands <laughs> that are also included in every episode. <laughs> Iron Maiden, Metallica, <laughs> Kiss, Led <laughs> Zeppelin. <laughs> No, but this is really good because these are kind of refreshing, you know? Different versions of yes, the I know. Yeah. Very cool, man. 2007, Adam. Mm-hmm. September the 30th, 2007. The Fools, Adam, went number one. 2007. 2007. On the UK album chart with Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace, Adam. Oh, was that like a double album? Because that, that, that was a long one, I thought. The it had band, a lot of songs it. To was it. the band's sixth studio album and... The second UK number one for them. Mm. The album was nominated for five Grammy Awards, winning Best Rock Album, and was also awarded a Brit Award of Best International Album. Now, okay. you know, Adam, you know this this prompt, international this album. Is, okay. This this prompts a question in my head, Adam. Okay. Has any of the Foo albums reached number one in the states? It's, you know, I this, think I think it has to be. On the alternate chart, I believe it has. You don't think that the overall chart was topped with Wasting Light, for example? Mm-hmm. You think? We, yeah. would need, we would need a research We're gonna party have to, research to do this. That. Yeah, we're going to have to research that. Hmm. But that's something for the future. Yeah. And it looks like the British love them. Yeah, they're, they're getting awards from them. Yeah, this was their <laughs> top, sec- Topping their yeah, charts. Yeah, it was a second. <laughs> <laughs> you think it was Boy or something? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> The Stones. <laughs> oh, Adam, I love this one. This is my song. <laughs> I've karaoke to this as people yelled out as they ran. Oh, from, oh. From the run, run to the hills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, I love this song. 
the Satari kind of thing going. Man, makes you wanna makes you wanna just go ahead and close your eyes, baby. Mm. And let the groove take feel, you. Feel the groove. Yes, with Tom Petty, baby, and some uh, don't come around here no more. I think even Stevie Nicks was up there on stage with him with this performance, yeah. Two thousand seventeen, Adam, October the first, actually. Okay. Uh, actually, October the second, today. Today. In two thousand and seven, Adam. What's that? Uh, fourteen years ago. American singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. I didn't know that he was a multi-instrumentalist. Record producer Tom Petty was found unconscious at his home, not breathing, and in cardiac arrest, and was taken to the UCLA Medical Center in Santa Monica, California, mm. where he died at eight forty p.m. today. 14 years ago, man. That's man. crazy. Uh, the Los Angeles that County. long ago? Yeah. No, no. It's Yeah. So the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner later announced that Petty had died accidentally from mixed drugs toxicology. Pain pills. He had pain. How do you... Let me ask you. He had pain. How do you... You die accidentally from that? You take too much. You say, I've, I'm hurting a little bit extra today. Let me pop a couple extra pills. So you're popping pills, and in your haze, you just keep popping them. That's maybe, the maybe. that's the accident. This could happen. Maybe you need when you're taking these pills. When it doesn't beat down the pain enough, then maybe you wow, chase it with some more. Man. Maybe you take it with a little bit of whiskey or you something. Know, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I had I had my shoulder repair surgery. All right. Okay. Man, it was. I get back right now. It's, my mind is right there. Okay. okay? I remember the doctor saying, because Wilda was there in North Carolina at the time. She was there to take care of me for a couple of weeks because I was there living by myself. And the doctor said, tonight, you might want to take one, mm -hmm. you know, before the anesthesia wears off, right? So it's probably an oxycodone or something yeah, like this? something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me being, you know, the super macho that I am and being anti-drugs. I don't need this stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, right. The whole deal. Man, at 2 o'clock in the morning when that anesthesia wore off, I'm like, oh, shit. You got out the mortar and pestle and started grinding it, Dude, cutting I, it into lines, <laughs> getting ready to snort that stuff. Dude, I popped that and I was gone. But I think I only took it like for a day and then I just got rid of the rest of it. I mean, I am so freaking scared of these things. And this is before they started announcing the this horrible opioid crisis that we're having. You know, this is 2000 and I want to say 2012. No, excuse me, 2014. They seem to work if you take them only as prescribed. Oh, that's the instruction. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's the whole deal. Because yeah. I, I also had those type of things when I had the uh, kidney stone issues, and once mm -hmm. the pain would come, you'd mm -hmm. pop the pill, but you wouldn't pop enough to just make it go totally away. You'd pop just enough to numb it, just knock it down a little Man. bit. But then I was like totally alert. Lucid, everything. I was not, uh, I was never out of my head, but I, I, I did follow the procedures. I guess I have, that's where, that's where I have issue with the word accidentally. Well, I, I think, I personally think, now this is just me, I personally think yes. the, the media should call it what it is. What's that? He OD'd voluntarily. It's not accident. He kept on popping them. You okay. know, if, if you think you're going to be that weak or you're going to be at least, you know, maybe weak is a, is, is a uh, maybe addicted at this point, you give it to somebody that's going to make you, you know, work for it. Going to make you, you know, hey, 
some responsible adult, some manager, somebody who's going to make you, you know, because this is a great talent. This, I love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Man. You know how they have those. Uh, I'm being automatic, selfish. I'm thinking about me. You know, they have like these automatic dog feeders where yeah. you can go away, but you can set up a timer and it'll drop <laughs> the food into the bowl. What they should do is, or, or like when you're in the hospital and they and they put the line right in there and you get the plunger yeah. and, and you can and you can minister your own pain medicine. Uh-huh. I've seen that but, in the movies. But yeah. you can't get any until a certain amount of time lapses. I didn't know. So that. they should have somebody come for in, real, load real. that mother up, and you hit a button and you, it'll drop one pill and you take the one pill and you're not able to get another one for another eight hours or six hours or whatever it is. Listen, Tom. <laughs> Tommy and Adam of the Heart to Name podcast <laughs> want to see you again live. Damn it! The nurse will come in and he'll be he'll be sitting there wagging his tail, waiting for the thing to open up. <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. Anyway, Adam, you do know mm-hmm. that uh, drugs are. Fantastic. What? I'm sorry. Are a subject matter, Adam. Yes. Of songs, right? (laughs) Most most of my favorite songs are about drugs. They they squeeze in the lyrics. Sure. And they disguise them. They call them different things. Sure. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is a song that's allegedly about LSD. LSD, sure. Some other things going back and forth. And they'll use these creative words. Got to get you into my life is about <laughs> Paul trying to get some marijuana in him. So, no, I don't believe it for a minute. <laughs> Not the cannabis. <laughs> Do you also know, Adam? I don't know. I'm nervous now. On the last episode, we spoke about Rush and their uh, lyrics, Adam. Sure, sure. To uh, Closer to the Heart. Remember oh, that? Oh, yes. You remember that? Masterpiece. How it would have messed up patients of cannabis if they, <laughs> <laughs> if, if they hear this. Well, sure. me and Gosilo, right? Well, there was a meeting that I wasn't well, invited well, to? Yeah, well, you were on vacation. Oh. You were on vacation. Oh, so you already come back? You were, and... you were shopping with uh, the, the mm-hmm. lovely Lisa That's down That's probably there right, yeah. In, uh, <laughs> we couldn't get you on uh, We couldn't get you on FaceTime. You know, I do have... Uh, your your I, phone you, was messed you, up. You have, <laughs> yeah, I have an emergency uh, iPhone. I've been reduced to using an iPhone, by the way. Oh, no. no. <laughs> anyway, Gosila and me, Adam, came up with an idea. Oh, boy. And here it is. There are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Wow. <laughs> what did you guys get into? What did you think up? What did you devise? Well, you know, Gosito's contributing, you know? He's like, you know, he wanted his own podcast. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> we'll have none of that. <laughs> So he was listening to what we were talking. He said, you know, you guys could probably do something about lyrics. And I said, okay, oh, all right, okay. all right. You know, I said, all right. So Adam, we, we came now, up with now, this idea. In all honesty. By the way, this is produced by Gosila. Okay, you. but in all honesty, okay. you are the one who uh, 
really focuses on the lyrics. You might get out the the the, the lyric sheet. And you actually read through okay, and look yeah. and say, oh, this is the meaning behind this song. All right, all right. When all right. I'm probably singing along to a song, saying the wrong the, words. The chorus. And, yes, rolled up like a douche. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what's going on, well, but this, we'll try. We'll try this. Adam, this segment is going to benefit you then, oh, as well as it will benefit the listeners of the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, CastBox, Himalaya, and all the rest of your favorite DSPs. So this will probably change as I listen to these songs. It'll probably alter the way that I'll see them because I'll have a different perspective on them now, knowing the content of the lyrics, the accurate content of their lyrics yes okay or since it's, everything else is subjective why not be subjective about this right oh, okay. so on that note adam what do you think would be another theme probably one of the most popular themes adam in music when they're writing songs and writing the tonight show theme <laughs> what <laughs> what would be a subject or the, oh, the second, the second uh highest? Uh, having relations with the opposite sex. <laughs> Love making <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you are so right. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. And you say and you say you were paying attention. And I said I don't Vagina. Know what <laughs> 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 if it's that a came dude, too loud clear. I don't know. It's, anyway. Uh-huh. So that so uh, now Adam, according to WCSX in Detroit, Adam. Okay. These are the top love-making songs in rock music. The ones that contain heavy wordplay. Really? And by that I mean banging chicks. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. All right. All right. Oh, jeez. Concealo. you're killing us. <laughs> Ride the fader, man. <laughs> Number 10, Adam, it's Pour Some Sugar on Me, Def Leppard. Oh. Number nine is Love in an Elevator. Love in an Elevator. It's uh, Aerosmith. Number eight, Do You Think I'm Sexy, Rod Stewart? Okay. Okay. Number seven, Adam, one of my favorites, Love Gun. You pull the trigger. (laughs) You pull the trigger of my love gun. Yeah, I was watching a movie, and the guy told me in the movie, he's talking about his dick. Bang the gong, Adam. Oh, yeah, get it on. It's right there. T-Rex right there. That's one of the originators of that song. Feel like making love, Adam. No bad company. Bad company. Got it. And Brown Sugar, the Rolling Stones. Yes. Which was really not about kind banging, of... but it was about uh, slavery and, uh, oh. and and interracial. I thought sex. it was interracial love. <laughs> yeah, and there was some other stuff going on in that. Oh, one. Okay. And Dancing in the Dark, Adam, was number deuce. Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, uh, you're dancing horizontally. Yeah, I guess so. Is what he. I didn't know. And in the video, did. Courtney Cox is dancing uh-huh. when she hasn't fully formed as a woman yeah. yet. So, but this is from Detroit, so you know Detroit is rock city. So I'm gonna take it as a credible source. All right. All right. Number one, Adam. Number one. Take a song jab. To... Now you just heard all these other oh ones goodness. that are about lovemaking, right? Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Adam. You're <laughs> do, never gonna get it. Do I have... He is a Michigan native, though. Oh, 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 cat scratch fever. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, is no, it, no, is no. it Sweaty Teddy's Motor City Man, no, man? No, it's not. Oh. It is Night Moves by Roberto Seeger. Oh, see, I wouldn't, even, <laughs> I wouldn't even thought that. By Bob Seeger, dude. Night Moves. Night Moves. That's the, well, he's a Detroit guy. Yeah. That's why they had to put him Do up on top. you think so? Now, yes. check it out. I went and dug deep into those lyrics, right? Because, Night Moves? Yeah, because, you know, just like the Simmons says, it's going to blow my mind. I said, oh. 
think so. All right. But I was wrong, Adam. Working on some night moves. I was wrong. Okay. I was very wrong. Now check it out. Okay. This is how it starts. You remember how that song starts or not? Uh, I mean, somewhat. Do I have it? Oh, that's right. Godzilla's running this show now. Go ahead, hit it, Godzilla. Now, now, is it coming back to you? I mean, I know the song, yeah. Okay, dude. But, I mean, the lyrical content, it doesn't, uh, I'm not thinking about sexy time right now. All right, check it out. Sexy time is coming up. Check it out. Tight pants, points, hollering down. She was a black-haired beauty with big dark eyes and points all her own, sudden way up high. There you go, now check it out. Points yeah, on her yeah, own. Okay, well, go see, no stop it, stop it real quick, y'all. Let's analyze this real quick. Adam. Okay, points on her own, sitting up high. Okay, what? so I was a little too tall, could have used a few pounds, right? Too tall. Could have used a few pounds. So that's that's he's describing himself. He's maybe a scrawny kid, right? Uh, or a okay. skinny guy. Tight pants, points hardly renowned. Points. Well, you know, I don't know what that means. Maybe points. maybe it was you know how the rockers used to put like those cucumbers? Yes, points on his mortgage? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know how the rockers used to put like uh, cucumbers in their pants? Oh, like a, a, a rolled up sock. Yeah, or something well, it there. wasn't renowned. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, oh, that's my guess. Okay. No, it says she was a dark haired beauty with Big dark eyes, so he's describing. All right, starting he's starting at the top, right, working his way down, and it's already a beauty. So he so, finds her attractive. So the the hair and the eyes get the check mark. So far, so far, so good. And points on her own, sitting way up high. Points on her own could be points of the body. Points uh, that would be held in a certain position. That maybe like headlights. Yeah. Those points. Evidently so. Those points. <laughs> Evidently so. Oh, okay. Now those points, Adam, were way up firm and high. Okay, so they're young. They're firm. Not a lot of and mileage on this lady. And they're high, <laughs> out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy. So they're right now. They're driving out to the to the cornfield oh. out. You know, we're talking about Michigan. I thought he was still going down the body, and he said, these woods are getting thick. No, he just, he just said, I like these points up high. They're firm. Let's roll. <laughs> That's what it is. So you just cut. check off the hair, let's, check let's, off the points. Let's cut we're to good. the chase. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy. 60 Chevy, sure. <laughs> working on mysteries without any clues. Right? Wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so it's heavy clues. Working on the night moves, trying to make the front page driving news. That so he I, wants to be that I, he wants to be arrested so for this. I, I, I says this, I says, <laughs> out in the back seat of my '60 Chevy, working on mysteries without a clue. All right. So when you're working on mysteries without a clue, mysteries. all right. He's a young guy. He doesn't know too much about ladies. He doesn't know about sexy time. And he starts working on these mysteries, Adam. Okay. These is, these parts. Of her, uh, so so he knows he knows about the points. Yes, he knows about the hair and the eyes, the parts of the anatomy. But he, stuff is still cloaked in mystery. It, yeah, and he's it. he's got to cut through this and try to solve things. He doesn't know yet. You're feeling it, Adam. He's got no clue. You're feeling. Go see, hit it again. Go see, go. Go get to oh, that shit. part. Go to that part. Go Hold on. Nine okay. I think we've advanced a little bit here. Oh, that's fine. No, 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 no. 
Okay. Summertime. Okay. Why is why could it be in the summertime? Why can't it be in the wintertime? Because you don't need coats and stuff. Oh. Yeah, but it's Michigan, true. it's cold up there, man. It's true, it's true. You know, plus they could probably get snowed in these cornfields. So it's better in, in the uh it's better uh in the summertime. But uh she might want to be kept warm. So maybe you get a little closeness together. You know, you maybe you have, have something prepared. You have a blanket or something. You wrap. You know, you could do that in the wintertime. If, you know, if you're multi-seasonal on doing this type of activity. And you might have something in the trunk of your 60 Chevy. <laughs> a rope and a bag of lime. <laughs> no, come on. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, sorry. this is not that. That's not about this. <laughs> so let's just keep on looking. So we weren't in love. Oh, no. Far from it. Mm -mm. We weren't mm -mm. searching for some pie in the sky or summit. We were just young and restless and bored, mm. living by the sword. <laughs> 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 He's a bit of a swashbuckler, yeah, isn't he? Go. That's a lot of, that's a shaka bang bang yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's definitely being led by the sword. So there, the mysteries are becoming, you know, a little bit more clear to him. Okay. So we steal away every chance we could. I guess they steal every chance they could just to go out and solve some more mysteries. Sure. Like, sure. <laughs> like the Hardy Brothers. <laughs> Kids in the mystery machine. Scooby Doo. Like Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Bop, bop. <laughs> So this was an ongoing thing. This wasn't just at the drive-in this one time. They no, were stealing away at other, going, yeah. other occasions. So that goes to the back room, to the alley, or the trusted woods. Oh, the trusty woods. Oh, there you go. I used her, she used me, but neither one cared. We were getting our share. Oh. And they were working on the night movie. Are we sure she was getting her share? Did we get that part yet? <laughs> no, because he didn't have he didn't have any uh he didn't have any what did he call it? Yeah. Uh, he had a sword. I know. Uh let me see. Oh, points hardly renowned. <laughs> she she had hers defined, he did. <laughs> so where is it? How far are we on that uh song go silo? Uh, <laughs> Okay, we're back to the chorus. Trying to lose a awkward teenager. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're teenagers. Always for oh, summertime. Summer Summertime's it. his favorite. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he had a blanket in the, in the trunk of the shed. Probably not. Sweet. Oh, okay. Summertime, summertime. It's a nice groove, Adam. Listen to the music. Yeah, it's it super, cools you down. You know, definitely pleasant. You know, and it goes into this little break here. Sure. You're enjoying a little bit of your time with her. You know, in the cornfields or in the alleys where it may be. Right, back room. You know, yeah. Sure. It's time to you know, move on. So it's like, you know, let's take a second and enjoy this moment as we're working. <laughs> we're we're solving mysteries together. <laughs> now, if you notice. Oh, they wait on the thunder. Stop. Oh, Rico, hold on. Stop. Stop. Pause. Pause. Adam. Adam. All I'm going to say is uh, uh -huh. if they were waiting on the thunder, take a good crack at what do you think it may be? What's waiting on the thunder for you, Adam? <laughs> I wait, uh, you know, for enough chaos and ruckus and sounds to have to have occurred 
And I say, well, could that be it then? Are we over, are we over the, with this then? Adam, is you, it? Do you think you, do you think it's this? I think this is the same thing as releasing the thunder. I'm not 100 percent sure, but okay. Release the kraken. Oh, 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 gee. oh. oh. Listen, there's a thundering right there. <laughs> now that's it. Wow, you've you've sourced oh. that one. <laughs> wow. That's what, that's what, what he gets, you know. That's So there you go, Adam. That would be. Now, I never would have picked that song as number one. In <laughs> me neither. Me neither. I wouldn't have picked that. Like, sexy I was, time. I was song. like, wow. Okay, so these guys in Detroit actually knew what they were. They were actually talking about. Anyway, Adam, it ends with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's still crying about, what is it? The summertime. I know I wonder. I feel the lightning. Yeah. Oh, we just found it. We just found out about it. So I guess after. There's oh, lightning and there's, there's thunder. There's lightning, there's lightning and thunder. And I woke up last night to the sound again. So I guess he was having a flashback. He woke up? Yeah. Well, oh. he, he was <laughs> having a flashback. So Nocturnal was, emissions. You know, how far off oh. I sat and wondered. Yeah. So this is after his uh, his thunder experience. Okay. <laughs> right. I started a humming a Refractory song. Refractory period. Yeah, exactly. Like. He started. <laughs> uh-huh. his, his mom had to clean that thunder. <laughs> They didn't have a custodian. custodian. Oh shit! So started humming a song from 1962. Adam, ain't it funny how the night moves? Adam, (laughs) yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. There are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, cause it's the best secret. There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. Next week we will play this out. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam, I was blown away. Was that was that part of part of their interaction as well? I think that was there was blowing (laughs) blowing their minds as well. Uh, good. Oh, Adam, I I think we should just go right into that. Adam, I think we should just forego. Was that our significance? <laughs> that, thing, that was the album I, of significance. That would re, that one is gonna go ahead and replace the significance. Ooh, okay. for, at least for this episode, Adam. That's, that's about as much. Well, we have to celebrate birthdays, oh, don't we? We do absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find my place here. <laughs> uh, where the fuck are we? Uh? Let me get past this. Holy shit. <laughs> Adam. Oh, born on this day, Adam. Rock and roll birthdays, baby. Who could it be? It's Randy Bachman, man. Randy from, Bachman, yeah, Bachman from Turner Overdrive. Oh, yeah, man. He turned 78 today. I don't even know he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I didn't know. <laughs> We can when say I, that, we can I, say that about every when, one when, of these when, birthdays. When I saw that this week, I said, "Holy shit!" This guy. Well, first of all, the, first of all, this week's birthdays were pretty lame. So, <laughs> so we had to go with you know with people that we actually knew. We could, should change it from celebrate your birthdays to alive or dead. What do you think? It's, it's a guessing game. It's coming to that. It's 50-50. It's coming to that. Did you see that? Okay, you why the hell not? <laughs> I don't know if we know who this guy is. He's 70 today, man. Yes. Woo! Well known for the tantric sex, no this shit, guy. Absolutely. Man. He doesn't like to feel the thunder for a long, no. long time. Gordon Matthew Thomas. <laughs> Gordon Sumner. Sumner, yes. <laughs> feeling 
The summertime, summertime. <laughs> forever. He has he has the perennial summer. It just lasts forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, and he was born in he was born in England. Sure. <laughs> that segment just screwed me all up. <laughs> <laughs> he earns his nickname when a fellow musician says to he looks like a bee in his yellow and black striped sweater. So that's how he became Sting. Oh, Sting. So I guess he was little or something, and then they saw him in this, you know, kind of this bee. And ever since that day, he's been Sting. He's been, oh, yeah, he is working as a school teacher. We already know that. Hmm. When his uh, band, The Police, hit the big time. So he had a day job. I didn't know that. I didn't I know that either. Already, so yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Let's go happy ahead. birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Sting. How about, oh, also, Adam, today's special mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Wayne. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., U.S. rapper, member of the Hot Boys. Little Wayne? Uh, yeah, Lilo, Lilo, L I L. Yeah, Lilo Wayne. Lilo, Lil. Oh, no, no, not Lilo. <laughs> it's Lil. It's Lil Wayne. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I remember Lilo, Lilo Wayne uh, back when he was with the Hot Boys because. You can leave it like that. <laughs> Because, I, I remember from the hot boys. Because the hot boys. Because the hot boys had so many videos. <laughs> Quick, go to the next thing. It's Cosino's fault. Cosino and COVID. Oh, oh man. Uh, Adam, the the, the uh, hot boys had a lot of videos that could have been very really well yeah. been featured in the. <laughs> it's the time oh. of our to name. Back that up. Back that up. Back that Number three. Thank heavens. Saved again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's open up the app. Will it open up after all this I hope time? so. I have no freaking idea. I hope our phones are working properly. Oh, there, oh, there it is. is. I told you it was kind of slow. Always a strong connection to the Lord of the G-Street. The hot boys had a good I don't know. I wonder how much Sting would last. <laughs> Where these start birthdays? Oh, I, I don't know. He'd be, he'd be releasing the Kraken fast. Pro- man, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Let's forget all this nonsense. Okay. Let's get back on track here. Has, has uh, something loaded into your app over there? Oh, there's there's a load. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I, I what, what opened can, up for me? You can have the pleasure right now, Adam. Uh, we've gone to the page entitled damsels.gram. What? Is this a model? Yes, it is, Adam. I think this is a multi-model. Oh, this is a, uh, a collection where yes. we where we take uh, submitted people, and if they make the cut, they're they're put on, onto this, this actual site. Absolutely. Let me see, Adam. First of all, let's go ahead and give the uh, handle, Adam. Go ahead and give oh, it to our let's, viewers. Let's spell it out. Yeah, so let's go ahead and do that. D- a M S E L S period G R A M damsels dot gram. Excellent, Adam. They have 840 posts, man. Okay. It's uh 136,000. I got this one right this time. Finally, <laughs> followers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unlike uh, uh, Keith Moon's drums kit. You know. <laughs> That's right. And they only followed 309, Adam. Well, I mean, they probably wouldn't have to follow anything. They're probably getting submitted to them. <laughs> and it says right below the the initial image, finest queens with a heart next to it. So this is the collection 
of the finest queens. So yeah, so this is definitely we were absolutely right, man. So in this in the is, in the title it says also says showcasing all shades of beauty. I like this is inclusive. That's what credit to all the rightful owners. So this is other people's oh, submissions okay. that they've so sent in. They respect copyrights. That's what I'm DM about. for features or promos. I don't <laughs> I like to D uh, <laughs> 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 and as always, Adam, I believe we know who this came from, without a doubt. You're going to be known as Agents T and A. <laughs> and that's for Tommy and Adam, by the way. <laughs> it's X3, Adam. It's Where does he find all of this God, content? Agent X3, Adam. Oh, wow. Was it Agent X3 that kind of shirked his responsibility for a period of time or maybe submitted one that wasn't quite up to snuff? Yeah, he's... He is back in form right now. He is... He's he's coasting, man. He's coasting? He is. He's... he's after he did that boo-boo, that one that we yes, did, that yes, we had, yes. it's just been climbing. The climbing. comedian? It's... Yeah. <laughs> That was a terrible one. Costilo, <laughs> you will get your turn eventually. You need to start working on your content, <laughs> on your video content, and forget this nonsense. And control. He needs an board. assistant to go in there to hold the phone for him. <laughs> Those hands, the hands are way, you know, it's hard to see him with the short arms. Uh, you know that you say that, but that was how California. <laughs> yeah. I went to this dino park. Or this, like this, uh, you were with, this with Godzilla. No, no. Oh. I, there was somebody who looked like Godzilla out there because it was like one of those dinosaur tourist trap kind of deals. Sure. And uh, and then there was a, you know, there was this big Tyrannosaurus Rex. He was dressed up though as as a uh, Fred Flintstone though. He wasn't like Godzilla. As Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. Yeah. You, Not Dino. You, no, you could go. Uh, there was a Dino, but the Dino was the Brontosaurus. Anyway, okay. uh, the the thing was there was a there was a uh, there was a sign that says, if you're feeling down and depressed, imagine how T Rex would have felt. Trying to take a selfie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, yeah. Costilo has no no problems making videos. I just, <laughs> That's I'm just, true. I'm just saying. Let's get back. Let's He's got a really long selfie stick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh, my selfie stick's about to grow here as well. <laughs> Let's take a look at these out of Okay, back. okay. All righty. So, okay. Do they have... Oh. Are we going to go to the immediately to the reels or what? Oh, what are we gonna? Can do we here? fast forward to reels? Uh, let's go. What oh. is the first reel? Oh, there is a button. Oh, there, there is one there. This is the first, oh. the first one. Oh. Adam. Do you have? Do you, do you have this? Uh, this setup, where see. where you have? <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you have that little that play that play button in well, the middle? Hold on, hold on. Let me see if my Lords of the G String app supports that. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> Let me take this a look. This is perfect. When you said I mean, go straight to the uh, reels. I will, I mean, I, so I, see that thing? Oh, you see that thing? I, I do, I do. Well, let's go ahead and guide, Adam, go ahead and guide the, uh, go ahead and guide the listeners as you try to ed educate me okay. on how to do this. Well, okay. Let me see. Okay, okay. There, there's the, all right, there's all right. three selections. There's so one I, that, I that to, has like a tic-tac-toe square. Okay, good deal. And that's just the images, I all guess. Right. yep, okay. Or maybe everything included. I'm, I'm if you right go now. over to the second thing, it looks like one of those little clacker things that they have in the movies. Oh, yeah. Play button. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that? It's right next to it's the only one, right? Yeah, because you put let's, when let's, you press that. Me... Do you have a, a lady with a 
The first image is a lady with a white shirt. Is that is that what you see? Uh, no, Adam, I don't have that. Oh, oh damn! Oh, no, Jesus! But I I came up with something else. It's good. Look, she's shaking this thing, oh. and it's like. <laughs> is that at the reels? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go back here. Okay, hold on. Oh. I, I can I can do it through the the main thing. It says tagged. I can't do it through the main thing. Okay. Well, we're uh, we're going down to about the thirteenth image. All right, I see that. And you can see in in the little photograph, you can okay, see the see, little play button see. thing up in the corner. Okay, I see. okay, yeah, the top, uh, yeah, top right hand corner. Okay, right. Let me, let me play now, that. if you touch that, <laughs> she's showing. She's sitting down. She's very comfortable, but her garments aren't quite fitting quite right. <laughs> And she's, you know, shaking some things. What? What is? What? Is... If you go directly down from there, <laughs> as there's like uh, the third one down from yeah, there, the there's another down. lady, and she's facing the opposite direction. Oh, of course, in the favorite position. And she's being helped with. Um, she's, uh, you know, is she getting? She's being moist. She's being moisturized <laughs> because she'd been out in the sun, and she, she's treating her skin properly. Adam, Adam. Adam. Yes. I, I would like to say yes. that this one right here, this is this particular one right here. The one that I'm not moving from right now? This one? <laughs> that one right here. Yes. For anybody who has a tattoo uh-huh. recently put on them. Yeah. If you oil it up <laughs> yeah. in that fashion, it would give it great moisture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What's, so Damselgram says here, says, OMG, I finally found her. She's following back the first 20, hurry. And mm. and the one that is actually the one that, uh, what is, okay, this was in Beverly Hills, California, it says here, Adam. Okay. And uh, let me see. Her name is Shina Was Here. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that's no, the way she makes her mark. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Ah, uh, this is just this is this is artistic all the way, Adam. Yep. These, now I understand why these uh these young Instagram models of the third birthday. I wonder how many of them. Do, do you think all of them are having are celebrating a birthday? I would help them celebrate. Yes, I think Actually, so. Actually, yes, yes, yes. Okay, Adam. If you now. if you go down four from okay, there, so okay, so there's a lady four. with red hair. I see who's, her. who's laying on bed. Also, the there's a little there's a little camera thing there, or a yeah, little, it's, a, it's another a reel. clackety thing. Okay. I'm a fan of the reels. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I mean there's no audio playing through it right now but maybe she's playing a little, maybe she's doing a little sound of the week right there I don't know <laughs> you, Adam yes. Adam the uh, yes. the sound that I think is missing there Adam oh yeah do you have that I, I'm not a hundred you can add it <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is the sound. <laughs> yeah. but, but a little bit slower. <laughs> yeah, much more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of almost like yoga. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's, it's very therapeutic, and, and I'll tell yes, you that. And the, uh, and the title to that was OMG. I also find there is China. <laughs> if China was here again, China's everywhere. <laughs> Except this time she is at. Uh, didn't say where she was at. Since here's there's music playing to it, but I don't care about. Oh that. no, we don't need that. I don't give. I don't give a no, crap. It's not necessary. <laughs> we already went through the night moves. Is there anything that you see that uh, uh, draws your eye? This, all these damselgrams, okay. 
Each all, one? All these danzograms mm -hmm. are, uh, they're mostly featuring of glutes. So I would That's imagine. A, okay, yes. But if we advance farther down the page, <laughs> you're going to see something that's uh front facing how many how many how many um I'm, I'm gonna say just like starting at like eight at eight eight from, from, eight from where you from were the, from where i was so from the redhead six. yes oh <laughs> i see that one uh it does it say by any chance beautiful baby i know that's not the what the caption says does the caption say stunning um yes the first one facing the front is stunning yes but then you can, can continue to roll and you'll see some more you know, big boobs, front-facing photographs. Oh wow! Oh my gosh, some of these ladies are stacked. I mean, my well Lord. fit, well fit. Oh wow! Oh, and yeah. there's there's one of my favorites again. The Would real you, is it? <laughs> the reels have become our our favorite. Uh, wow, Adam. Yeah. Ooh, this is this is absolutely oh, incredible. You know, and here, you know, if you go all the way up, Adam. <laughs> If you go all the way up. Adam. Some of them have tremendous vascularity. <laughs> you can see it because there's so much there's so much fitness there. Vascularity for all those who don't know what that means. <laughs> it's veins. Adam. Yes. It says here showcasing all shades of beauty, right? So they're inclusive, right? If you go right. down to number six from the top, Adam. From the top, oh! From the top, Go man, all the way back I'm, up I'm to way them. down here. They include Adam. Whoa! Special cases as well. She's lost at least five pounds recently. <laughs> you mean her arm? Arm. <laughs> she, she has she has lost a limb. And I will tell you this much right now: the question is, isn't she beautiful? Still, what do you say? Stunning, what, what stunningly would, beautiful. Would you answer that on the positive, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. And again, stunningly beautiful. And there's some 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 oversized bottles as well. I think that this page, Adam, is the epitome yes. of what the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast third birthday is all about. Inclusivity. That's right. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam, this Man, is that I, is pretty that is pretty this interesting. Is, this one's going to be hard to beat because it's it's so this varied. One, it's, 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 it's a it's, it's a variety. It's hitting you from all sides, and you know what I when, know. When you go onto want a page of just one particular person, you know kind of what you're going to see. Yeah. You know the 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 curvaceousness of mm -hmm. this here. You know what they're into. They're if they're into mm -hmm. beach things and the working out things. This you're getting a cornucopia. Uh, a broad spectrum. Uh, Adam, you were saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cornucopia, yes, yes. Oh, that's yes, I heard yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was mesmerized for a minute there. Adam, I would say that. This is a winner. This is this, this is a win is right here. Winner, winner, chicken. There. Oh, wait a minute. Keep looking. I just found one that the Pope may like. There is. Oh a, no. There's a school. There's a schoolgirl skirt, oh. and it says, "Ready for the lecture." Uh oh. <laughs> Uh -oh. a, is it way down there? It's way, way down. Oh. Adam, 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 Adam. Oh. I will let you go ahead and uh, wow. figure uh, all this out later. Wow. Because right now. I can't get to the bottom. <laughs> no, then you get stuck at looking at yeah, I know. <laughs> it's this week's third birthday. That's it. But. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, 
close this one down. Oh, we're going to have to close this one down without a doubt, man. <laughs> First, we must have hashtag what the parole is. Right, right. Adam, at first, I must shut this page down. <laughs> it doesn't want. It doesn't want to close. <laughs> it has heavy hitters. The virus has spread to your computer. Oh my gosh! It's going to stay there. Oh, you're going to stay logged in. I to love the Lord. I love. I love the Lords of the G-string app. <laughs> it's the best gift we've given our public. Oh, Tommy, you know on our. Uh, our new segment that you and Godzilla devised, where we <laughs> yeah, went into yeah. lyrics and we talked about you mean that one young, that we, young couples doing things. You mean the one that we fumbled through? Yes. <laughs> the young couples doing what young couples do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play um, Parcheesi. Yes. They were learning in okay. the back of the 60 Chevy, right? Yeah. Uh, like school. Today, people right. learn on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the story is... Or TikTok-based programs. Yeah. Yes. TikTok teaches the world about Mormon sex. What? Yes. TikTok does that? TikTok. Uh, because there was a post uh, fairly recently. Okay. <clears throat> that uh, outlines what young Mormons do. You know, they're very religious. They're not supposed to engage in uh, sexual, in the act of sex. Yeah, yeah. I had a roommate that was a Mormon, yeah. They had to drive all the way to I don't know Salt Lake City or something like that get some kind of a like a okay or a blessing a voucher something like, something like that I don't know what it was. Hmm. Well, um, very see. cool dude. Really? Yeah. As unlikely as it seems, uh, these things are called uh, uh, soaking. There's something called soaking, <laughs> and it was explained in soaking? this TikTok. And this is what uh, uh, sex acts sort of that horny teenagers do to maintain. They say. Their virginity in the eyes of God. So, what this means... Do they release the Kraken? It is, it is a perceived <laughs> loophole uh, where Mormons used to have sex without having sex. Oh, wow. Uh, soaking is when someone inserts the male appendage Penis. into their partner's female receptacle. Okay. Right? As, as one would in sex. But there's no thrusting. So, soaking means you just... Marinate oh. <laughs> in that area. No friction. And this is better than nothing, right? But, and this was explained in the TikTok. <laughs> but would, it's also describing. You would have a dab that TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also describing something else that can, can be done uh, to keep them still good in the eyes of God. Okay. Uh, they can enlist. The help of a friend. To, to videotape it? And a friend can be there while one is soaking. And it's called jump humping, where the friend jumps up and down on the bed, cause, doing, all of the phys- the doing all of the physical activity. So the other two are totally innocent parties here. Oh, my god! They're just soaking. But the, but the motion of the mattress and things moving causes a bit more friction. And this is how the Mormons, young teenagers, oh. engage in <laughs> sex, but still stay right. So, hey, hey, Adam, wait a minute. Cosito just found something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adam, he said it's a jingle. <laughs> if you feel the temptation to hump, get a jump. If you feel the temptation to hump, get a jump. If, if you, you want to hump, hump that rump, call a Mormon, Mormon friend to jump. jump. 
when you feel the urge to hump, get a jump. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> there was an actual TikTok that did that? Yeah, there was a TikTok, but she explained it. Oh, wow. That's why. Brigham, Brigham Young University you know, in, oh. in Utah. So you know it's right. You know it's true. Oh, that has to be legit. Legitness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Those poor kids that when they come by my house now, I'm gonna have to ask them about this. Have you seen? Them? Are they sure they're coming <laughs> they... by their house? <laughs> I'm lost. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla, oh, come on! Oh We're ready Godzilla to go. We're ready to go here. Italian <laughs> scroff. It's your fault. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the Week. Tommy, I'm going to hit you with a few songs right off the bat. A lot of them are new. This one is not really that new. Uh, This is uh, by a band called Royal Blood. I believe they are two brothers from the UK. Uh, there's a bass player and a drummer, and that is the entirety of the band. And uh, they had an album called Typhoons, which came out just earlier this year, but I have been engrossed in this album. It's really good. It's fantastic. Uh, this is their song, Boilermaker. Might be something that you or others listening might want to check out. It's fantastic. Let's get to the little, it's, it's little part here. It's really good. Yeah, sounds good, man. So that's the first little drop I'm going to give you. And now, brand new from a band called Mastodon. I don't think you oh, care about Mastodon. Mastodon, Mastodon is an old metal... Uh, kind of. Atlanta band. Mastodon. They have a new album coming out at the end of this month. Atlanta, for real? Atlanta. Uh, Hushed and Grim, the name of the album. Out October 29th. This is Tear Drinker. Very, very Mastodon-y. Mastodon is one of the bands that they'd say has never released a bad album, so their content is always pretty good. I hear some keyboards in there. Think so? Could be the way you're, you're a bit more astute than I am bringing these parts out. They have songs where they can be very aggressive and metally, and then they have others that are very melodic and almost pop metally. Kind of like a Dio in his day. Kind of, yeah, exactly. So we have that to look forward to at the end of this month, and we also have another song by a band that we saw live in concert. It's been a long time coming. I'm coming back for you, my friend. Do you know this band, Tommy? Oh, there's no way. I thought they had to stand Papa Emeritus is back at the helm. They've been recording, and I knew that, you know. Yeah, this is a. I am not thrilled by Ghost. I am not. This is a song by the band Ghost, no, Hunter's not. Moon, on the new Halloween of, Kills of soundtrack. Course, of course, of course. Uh, of, course, of course it's going to be released on Halloween. I need to check these lyrics to see how many times they mention the devil. Oh, should probably every other word. 
I'm gonna play, a I'm gonna, variation thereof. I'm going to play two more songs for you, actually. Oh, don't tell me they're from Ghost. <laughs> I'm going to play this one for you. Let's see what you think of this entry into the list. Man's edge, salty water. Yeah. Where the palm trees Excellent. This is uh, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth with a new song, Low Res Sunset. I, I, I heard it on YouTube, man. It's really good. Yeah, it just came out uh, the first of this month as a little single. But he's one of our favorites, and we like him as a performer. So I wanted to give him a little love. I love it, yeah. It's That'd be something song. to listen to. Yeah. He's yeah. probably playing the guitar on that, too. You think so? I think so, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't know. And then we got one more song. Check, check we'll out his YouTube channel. You, you really? Check it, yeah. I don't know if, if on that actual song he's playing it, but. And then we got one more song here. Heavy, heavy bass, baby. Oh, this is the Guns N' Roses yes, song. Yes, yeah. the new Guns N' Roses song. Hard School. Really? I I remember I, I came in here with their last single, that absurd song. Yeah, that kind of sucked. And that didn't really touch me, but this no, one actually made me think, this is a Guns N' Roses song. I they're actually hear, I, back to form. I have not heard it where that bass intro from Duff is on there. Yeah. I thought I thought you would have heard that and uh, no. set that apart and say, oh, wait, this, I, this is my song I've now. Either, I've either been being here in promos of it or something where you just go into the chorus of that mm. first part of it, but no, not from the beginning. So that's pretty solid. So that's new out. It's going to be on an EP that comes out later this year cool. with the absurd song yeah. and a couple of other live performances or something. And then we have got one more thing. There was a news story out of Florida. <laughs> as long as they don't re reissue of Appetite with, uh, you know, with all these 50, 60 artists Covering oh, yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't do that a big uh, 10, 10 CD monstrosity yes, of some sort of course yeah um, well we had uh, there was an incident actually caught on camera in Florida where <laughs> a man uh, was fearful for his children's lives he went outside and there was a large alligator out in his yard you know it's popular for Florida. Yeah. And but he took action. He got his uh, trash receptacle, and he he pushed it on, and he tried to encase. He tried to trap it. And I saw that. I saw it in the news. And our team was there. Oh, our, our team was there <laughs> as part of the the ones gathering the footage of oh, the show. Okay. So we're gonna play what Man, they what, what the they collected. What were the chances they were just driving by this house? Well. Well, we went on vacation. <laughs> they went on you went on vacation. vacation. We went on vacation. Now they leave and they go on vacation. Okay, they go, got it, where you go? It, you go to Florida. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, my God! Let me know when they ain't going inside. Let me know. Somebody let me know when they ain't going inside. Oh shit! Horace! <laughs> <laughs> 
It was a stressful time, but they finally got it into the into the receptacle, stood it up on its end, and kept the lid down to keep him in there until the proper people came by to get him out of there. <laughs> that sound did not play on NBC's Today Show. I know. We have, we have a special team. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, Sound of the Week. Adam, I saw that alligator. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> or, or worse. Super stressful, I man. Whereas the, uh, the custodial worker would have quit. <laughs> and that's after I was done on my pants. <laughs> Adam, we're going to have to wrap up another week without Good the times, motherfucking bad end of the week. Time. Just no time? No time for that. Oh. <laughs> oh. We got to okay. catch up. <laughs> I got the bad times? Um, I don't know. What do you have? I do you the, have it? Yeah, I had the bad times. I, really I could have bad. I had some really bad times. Actually. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, ultimate classic rock, uh, Adam. Okay. Just yesterday on the... Uh, uh, First, on our information website, on yes. On the 1st of October, man, mm-hmm. had some really bad news. And we were just talking about this guy here a little while ago, man. Uh-oh. Just released some new music. But yeah, unfortunately, Adam, yeah, David Lee Roth will be retiring from rock and roll. So what I played right now is his swan song? That was the last that thing he's ever going to do? Very well be his swan song, uh, yes. Because it said sunset in there. It's Not a low-res sure. sunset. He's going off into the sunset. That Now that makes sense. Absolutely, Holy crap. Yeah. That actually makes sense, man. Yeah. The iconic singer best known for his years fronting Van Halen still has a handful of shows on a schedule which he plans to honor the rock. Head to Las Vegas for these performances at the House of Blues and Mandalay Bay on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, January the 5th and January the 7th and the 8th. Dude, Those are the last five shows that uh, David Lee Roth plans on doing. Now he is. Now he'll be like a typical rocker, though, and he'll uh, have reserved the right to say whenever he wants to, "Hey, I'll go out there and play a show, or I'll do something." Maybe since he says here, sis, I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm retiring. Roth confessed during a phone conversation with the Las Vegas Review Journal. This is the first and only official announcement. You hmm. got the news. Share it with the world. Wow. That's what he said. Yeah. Wow, he didn't have a press release or anything. Uh-uh, nothing else. The legendary frontman also admitted he'd been thinking a lot about the departure of my beloved friend, Mm. Eddie Van Halen. And he communicates daily with uh, Alex Van Halen. Really? Yep. I am encouraged and compelled to really come to grips with how short time is after the death of uh, Hmm. Eddie. And my time is probably even shorter, Roth explained, pondering his own mortality, Adam. Wow. I thought I may have uh, been the first, frankly, the singer confessed, but uh, my doctors and handlers compelled me to really address that every time I go on stage, I endanger that future man. Wow. This is how he ends it up. He I is. don't remember him doing anything deadly on stage. No, and I, I remember going really slow, too. As I've, <laughs> I've given you all I've got to give. Wow. Roth explained. It's been an amazing, great run. No regrets. Nothing to say about anybody. The end, man. This is a developing story, so we'll see how it goes. 
you know, those are the bad times. Do we know if he's suffering from any type of depression or anything, or if he's got a relationship issue? Well, he's a, you know, he's a patient of cannabis too, so you know that that helps with depressions. As I hear, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe that's what it does. I could don't have no clue. Well, maybe he'll give me some good time. Maybe he'll want to do something like this. You know, we're in October now. Uh, yeah, three months before the end of the year. Do you know what happens in October? The radio stations put on these lame countdown list of uh, Rocktober. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I've been all over the country, and I think every single rock station out there has a Rocktober. There's also a thing called Oktoberfest. Oh, the beer drinking. See, yes. I, wouldn't know, I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't, I don't either, really, because I'm not a beer drinker myself. Mm. But there is an uh, Austrian brewery castle where you can visit, it, which, uh, which for... An Oktoberfest uh, aficionado, a fan, uh, somebody that wants to see where this stuff is made. Austria. Austria. Yeah. It's very close to the Germany border, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is two, two famous uh, people came out of Austria. I will say Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bruno. That's true. Okay. Well, this uh, brewery has a secret thing which is very attractive to people who love beer. Secret beer? It has a place where you can take a bubble bath in beer. <laughs> this centuries-old Austrian brewery, Starkenberger, who built the world's the first ever beer swimming pools in the recesses of the, in the bowels of the castle. They've made these pools of beer. And for a little fee, you can take a dip. And it's located just a few hours outside of Munich. The brewery castle is pretty crazy, but there's glory inside that's awaiting you. Golden glory? Golden glory. (laughs) (laughs) You probably won't want to spend too much time upstairs because you want to get downstairs to the pools. Uh, As as a brewery, Starkenburgers has been at it for more than 100 years and is currently and always been run by women. Barrels are stored. Those are the floor lines. Yeah, with with the low cut. uh, What do they call those things? Whatever they're, I know they're local. Leader, Lederhosen. They've been at it for uh, yeah, hundreds of years. Okay, the barrels are down in the super gothic cellar. Ich bieg's breast. You could uh, you could just take a tour for ten dollars, but that's not what you really came for. You mm-hmm. came to take a dip in the old pool. Mm-hmm. The pools are heated, contain twelve thousand liters, and are enriched with three hundred liters of remote yeast creating the the beer broth that you'll be sitting in. So it's like uh, like like being out there in that Budweiser brewery but you know just actually a swimming just pool oven. Open up the top and just get in and start swimming around. You got to <laughs> like make, Homer Simpson. You must make reservations in advance but for $300 you can get into the pool and additionally if you have a group it's an extra 650 a person. Wow. $6.50 a person. So then you can have your Oktoberfest drinking a beer while swimming in beer. It's fantastic. Wow. That's got to be good times and for the beer were, guys. Those were the freaking good times then, huh? Exactly. Wow, that's kind of wild. There's something good came out of Austria. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Bruno. I did. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> good times, bad times. Adam, we, we, we skip almost a month yeah. of uh, not doing this podcast, right? And we, we get a little... Firing run. on there all you go. Come on, Gracila. <laughs> <laughs> We're not firing on all cylinders, but... <laughs> I still love it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, oh Tommy, man. will you have anything else? Well, again, as always, I would like to thank you know who, man. That guy right there. Thank you, Godzilla, as always, man. You do a great job. And he's bringing the content now. He is, yeah. Wow, source and material. Yeah, it was kind of, I don't want to say nothing in front of him, but you know. that I that, didn't know Night Moves that, was one of his songs. That, no, that lyric, that lyric stuff was, was a little lame. But, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. You know what he's thinking we, about when he's listening yeah, to it. Oh, man, I know exactly what that fool is thinking about the Night Moves. That's, that's what he's thinking about all the time. <laughs> you haven't seen, to those who haven't seen his videos, tune into Godzilla videos. I'm sure there'll be some here coming up pretty soon in the future. <laughs> I don't, but no, I don't have anything else, okay. brother. I don't, I don't. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online, and tell a friend... Or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is October 2nd, 2021, and you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah! Which are the cancers? Dadakoa Promotion. It will not compute. Danger, Will Robinson. Scooby Doo, pop, pop. Yeah, boom, 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 boom.